0: Uh, I should probably.
1: Very exciting stream. Does that say stay connected or say contracted? I can't tell. Very small font. My eyes aren't that good.
2: Uh, Stay connected if you. uh, Full screen, because you can full screen, by the way. You can full screen individual cameras? No, just the whole thing.
1: Oh, okay. Hey, aloof puppet. What's up? How's it going? Welcome.
3: Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no.
2: Sam
1: All right, predictions on what's happening tonight, on how it's gonna go. Um
3: uh, we don't start. The stream shuts down after trying to go for fifteen minutes mm-hmm. and we go to go to sleep.
2: You're going um, to okay. ruin lives and steal your pups. Wow. I, uh,
3: mm-hmm.
4: I hate you. Um, <laughs> well, already I was referring wrong... to in the game. Oh, uh, sure. Already the wrong title published. I don't know where that title came from. It didn't publish... Um, Hard Choices? It did. Well, it didn't publish what was in the Twitch. So clearly I have to figure out which part of the world goes out because there's the twitch header mm-hmm. but but the name of the broadcast studio goes out and the header for twitch didn't show up so I, all i did was give the broadcast studio studio a generic name just because i didn't know if it was important or not and evidently it's important
1: oh yes yes it is so, it didn't show up under my followed channels as streaming. It just showed up as under my online friends as streaming. And then I was able to go to it directly from there. Right. I don't know if that's a Twitch thing or a uh StreamYard thing. But we're here now. Yay. Yay. After two weeks, man. Oh. So much. So many, so many hopes and goals for tonight, and I'm sure they're all all, all the planning. Okay, so I, I couldn't sleep and I was tossing and turning, thinking about all of the things I wanted to do that night and the following day. So at like three thirty in the morning, I like got up out of bed and just like wrote all of the stuff that needed to be done. Just wrote it all down. Nice. Doubt we'll get. Uh, doubt we'll get to any of all of that, but we'll see. Now Jason's just having fun with the layouts and the. Over- He's like, "Wait, yeah. you're talking. We could zoom in on you. I like this feature."
4: Yeah, you know, it's going to take some time getting used to this method and setting it up appropriately. Well, the really, really nice thing about it is it's just simple drag and
1: drop click. It, you don't have to program all of the scenes and all of the different audio inputs and everything like you have to do in OBS.
4: Right. No, it's true. I mean, and I just can't be quite as creative because I can't put it's almost as if it's forcing me to embrace the minimalist philosophy.
1: Oh, you can't see me. Never mind. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I raised my hands like, hey, you know, minimalism, it's a great thing. But then I realized the cameras are not on. So. It is nice that uh, the chat is still live.
4: Yes, it is nice that the. Uh, you can still be heard. Chat is still live and we can still be heard. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's just getting used to things and getting them to work the way you want them to work. Um, well, happy Sunday, everybody. As you can see, once again, we're changing things. Um, we are uh, starting to use StreamYard. Um, Discord has been kind of wonky lately. Um, so, you know, we're testing this out this Sunday and seeing if we like it or seeing if we hate it. Um, I think I like it. It feels better. Um, the weird part is the quality is better. So to me, that was a little bit more important for my players, um, It feels better in the sense that if a camera goes down, which Brandon's camera just stopped working, um, it doesn't break the entire screen and you can see all the fun stuff is happening here. Um, Oh, that's what I could do. I can now switch that. And unfortunately, StreamYard uses a very bright white layout and I don't know how to fix that yet Or, or if it's even a possibility to fix it yet. I'm hoping it is, but, so with that in mind, if you guys are watching us tonight, and we are struggling to get this to work, please be patient. Makes for good facial lighting. Yeah, there's that, there's that. And you sound fantastic. Well, the other thing, too, is since I'm not streaming via my OBS package, I... (laughs) <laughs> I have no idea how everything sounds. <laughs> I have no way oh, of yeah. knowing. I was just monitoring uh, it on Twitch. Yeah. And it sounds great. Okay, good. I have no way of knowing. <laughs> That's probably a valid way of looking at things aloof. Very valid. Definitely. So I now need to get rid of this blinding whiteness. I don't. Oh, he hit the wrong button. So now he is back in. Is your audio working, Brandon? So far, yeah, I've yeah. not heard you. Okay, because I haven't heard you cuss or make any kind of vile statement in a while, so I wasn't <laughs> really sure if everything was okay. Normally, I'm used to you cussing and being vile and destructive and uh, at least 35 minutes late because of beer chores and getting beers. beers you didn't always want to waste any late.
1: time today.
4: Mm, mm. Wanted <sighs> to dive in. Uh, maybe yeah I don't you know what I don't like the bright white I don't like the bright white it, it's it's kind of annoying and the only option is for me to switch to full screen which eh, I guess that's okay except I got to remember if I want to change scenes up I've got to you know go to a different screen but hey happy Sunday everybody because you know change is always a good thing and there were lots of changes recently um, one particular change is that my computer now works um, if you can imagine Yay. that yeah It's no longer broken. Um, That had become kind of a nightmare recently. The uh, cooling system had failed. So my processor was purposely um, overtaxed and therefore was throttling in a downward motion um, uh, and and making it virtually impossible for the uh, entirety of the... uh, you know the CPU capacity to be used so that was the problem there but we are now back to normal and I, I and I have this funny feeling that it was never working um, I think it was always about to fail because the overall uh, stability of my PC is feels even better than when I got it brand new so I have my suspicions it's all very sus as they say but hey, Welcome to Debtor's Gambit, everybody. I believe we are on uh episode 17 um tonight. Um seventeen sessions, I think. Holy buckets. Let me we haven't
2: um, done yet. Well, most of us haven't done well, well uh,
4: <laughs> Yes, we are on <laughs> and we're session still on day 17 three four of the Rebels. No, I think I think you finally settled in for a three. No, you're on the night of day three. Night of day three. Or the start of day four. Because day four... Well, no, you're on the night of day four. Night of day four. Day day five is the fight pits. uh, Which Gatharn has signed up for. Um, So that's kind of the whole... That's kind of about what's going to happen tonight. We'll have to see how that goes. Um, That should be very interesting. Um, And I know we skipped last week because my system was down. So I'll try to do a recap that makes... A little bit more sense with all that in mind. Uh, but before we get started, um, Shannon, tell us about some of the activities that you've got going on these days.
2: Hey, that's me. I remember that's my name and I respond to it appropriately. <laughs> um, things that I have going on right now. A little podcast called Oblego del Diablo. Sam can shout out hopefully in the comments right now. Uh, I'm linked to the other side, Mage the Ascension 5th Edition podcast. If you are familiar with World of Darkness, you know that Mage doesn't have a 5th Edition, shockingly. (laughs) So we take uh, some Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition rules and mix them up with Mage rules and sprinkle a little sandy system on top of there. Uh, we, definitely, I had nothing to do with the development of that system, but boy, do I love it and want to rip it off for every single one of my games. You can find that podcast basically anywhere you can find a podcast. Other than that, uh, oh, we are live streaming our third season, but I think that we're going to switch over to possibly doing section (coughs) six season two. On our Twitch stream, and that will be Tuesdays. You can uh, join our Discord to (laughs) get actual updates to that because sometimes throughout the week, things flux. Also, Section 6 is our secondary game that is being published alongside Unlegal.theoppo on the same stream, and that is a bunch of uh, us technocrats that have done messed up, (laughs) that are kind of, sort of, trying to fix past mistakes maybe an episode just went up about me well not about me but in which i uh maybe stood in front of a frenzying vampire and offered her my neck maybe that was possibly a thing that i did at me about it plenty of people Hmm. have it was a mistake but that's okay (laughs) we do it because we're a good doctor
1: things sound familiar (laughs) that wasn't in this campaign Sounds like it was, but it wasn't. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Cesare, what do you got going on these days? Um,
1: uh, you know, not much for the past two weeks because all my games got canceled. <laughs> so I've been uh, stressing out. Um, I uh, I do a podcast on Wednesdays. We release things on Tuesdays. It's called the General Adventure Company. I play a Dragonborn Ranger Rogue multi-class. It's a lot of fun. You should check it out at TGACPod. Let's get this game started. That's all for me. Woohoo!
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a
1: speed run, baby
4: It's already 6.30 It is I know, I know But we could go a little over to that if we have to So
1: Okay, Maybe. good I didn't want to ask because I asked
4: last time And I didn't want to ask again But I, I still, yeah. I want it <laughs> 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 and as always, uh, we come to you uh, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, every other Thursday night, and Friday night. The schedule is down below in the About section. Eventually, I, I will remember to look at you when I do this. Um, the, everything you need to know about us is down there as well. Come join our Discord. And with that in mind, there's one thing we need to do really quick Roll some dice. We need to roll some dice. We need to figure out who our winners are. Um, Who's doing it? Vince? uh, I think it's Vince's turn, yes. Go for it, Vince. Weekly dice first, and then weekly miniatures. Let's see who our winners are uh, this week. Give Vince a little airtime there. When he's not delivering the mail, we're usually making fun of Gathar and he's launching rockets. (laughs) <laughs> launching rockets. Launching rockets. Five
3: twenty-seven.
4: Five twenty-seven for the weekly dice giveaway.
3: Uh, Thea with six hundred three. Five eighty-seven. Ooh. Uh, Cassia with five fifty-four.
4: Five fifty-four. That might. I see a five forty-nine.
3: Yes, stay frosty, Starboy. That may be our winner.
4: Looks like it. Nope, Omega Brony I mean.
3: with a four forty-three. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Four. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> I just want him. I just want him. I just want them to win again.
0: So what? Well, I know, You're right? You're just like saying Omega
3: Brony. I do.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So stay
4: frosty, Starboy. Stay 5.49. Yeah, Nice. Go ahead and roll for the miniature.
1: Congratulations. You won.
4: That in chat Ooh, and, uh, high. What were
2: the dice this time?
4: Oh, 8.18?
2: Oh, they were like the... Sebastian, the, Thomas, They look like
1: the the mines. Like the actual uh, exploding,
4: like submarine mines. Oh, see, that's oh. that over and That's Golden that over and cake. under, because... Uh, Emily Lestrange got seven fifty three. Sebastian got eight sixty
3: six. Golden cheesecake with an eight fifty
4: three. Eight fifty one. I oh, think that's the yeah. close. That's the closest so far. I think. Yeah.
3: Uh, there's a seven ninety.
4: Ooh, is there? Who got yeah, the seven ninety? Earl Dub. Earl so that Dub means just...
3: twenty eight spots away.
4: Well, what'd you roll?
3: 818.
4: Well, there is Stellis with an 828 at the oh. top. Ooh. So I think Stellis is the winter winner on that one. The winter winner. The, hey, the winter m- winner. Honorable
3: mentions to Omnion Booty with a 200, though. Thank you.
4: Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: So congrats to Stellis, and congrats to stay frosty Starboy. there are winners on the discord what
1: was the <clears throat> eight, you... 800 number that
4: you rolled
3: 818
1: 818 so my dice roll was 831 i was like i got an 800 <laughs> i'm not, i think i'm close i think I'm, nope that was the other one that was uh, the dice <laughs> would have been would have been
3: <sighs> sorry shows one of these days it's okay no one you of can't win those you can't one win these those.
4: days why not one of these days I'm a a long-time subscriber, man. Come on, man! Give me me some of that. Well, he's already spent like a shit ton of money on dice, so I mean, it's an addiction. (laughs) It's a real problem. I'm a big fan of the metal Pull pull up the notes, and so
2: wait, wait. In a metal Hmm. while while you're pulling your stuff up, I have my black, very, very pointy dice. Yes. The pointy boys that are metal and black and silver. Yeah, they have the silver framing. They do. And I got these ones, the purple ones that are kinda hard to read, but also metal, and hopefully they aren't too pissed at me for accidentally leaving them in my car for the past like six months. Oh, I'm
4: sure they are. They're gonna make you pay. They're definitely gonna make you pay. So let's go back a little ways and recap where we last left off. The team had successfully rescued Omni from the three sisters. He had been taken, um, and clearly they were looking for the compass. However, compass had been swapped out. The real one was safe and secure. But we then discover that uh, the compass was never really the target. As the team was pulled into Thor- Thorvald's office in the, at the magistrate section of the revel location. And the team soon discovered that, that in reality, Maximilian Wilhelm is the master spy ring of the whispering ear that has been spending a great deal of time trying to flush out who they thought the spies were. Thorvald thought it was the four of you. Maximilian was not so sure. He suspected others, but it turned out that their little plan to falsify and convince the three sisters to steal the compass, well, they were the spies. They were the ones that they'd been looking for and now have what could be best described as the fake compass. Also, a rather tense meeting took place between them and the group, uh, and we learned quite a bit about... Omni's now reinforced lack of trust, but we also learned about what Thorvald's plan was. And Thorvald's plan is to dissolve the guilds, make mercantile, uh, make mercantilism very difficult, if not impossible, to happen all up and down the coast, and basically try to bring the coast conclave to its knees. And put everything in a better situation for them to be bargained, for them to understand the value of how important the guilds are and to gain that power back. However, he did let it slip that perhaps a little bit of vengeance and a little bit of anger over the death of his brother, Captain Trinity... And Thorvald is clearly planning something that maybe even goes beyond that because his main focus had always been the flag. Copper Joe's flag is now in his possession. The team also gained a captain. Omni received the last commission of Guildmaster Thorvald before he dissolves or plans to dissolve the guilds. And so according does it to Mar- actually
1: matter then? Like
4: According to maritime law, up until this point, it's the equivalent of it being issued by the Coast Conclave. Which is why when he gave it to you, he had offered you choices to either join in on the plan or go your own separate way. The only warning he gave the group as a whole was, hopefully we won't come across each other if you choose not to join our side of the plan. Hopefully, for whatever reason... And whatever choice you make, Thorvald seemed quite genuine in the prospect that he would rather not be at odds with you. But you still have the freedom of choice. You still have the ability to maintain your commission and work about the open seas or join Thorvald. As all of you left the revels and made your way... (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like a, you're either on our side or you're our enemy, and if we come across you, you're, we're going to kill you. It's not like an actual choice. Uh, it's a choice. just
4: it, It's an <laughs> augmented choice. It, it's all about timing. It's it, definitely all die, about timing.
1: Or join and potentially <laughs> die later.
4: Cool. The challenge is, as all of you make your way back to the Whispering Eye, which make has been... Wh- successfully renamed by Gatharn during one of his painting es- escapades. The team has discovered that all of this information, all of these potential threats, potential choices, are definitely up to grabs. But whatever Thorvald's real reasons for what he's doing, clearly he has no interest in the compass. Um... His only interest was ever in the flag. All of you are now on the Whispering Eye. It is late evening. It posts all of your running around town, doing some last-minute activities, discussing. And it's the evening of the fourth day. Githarn has already drifted off to sleep as he is preparing himself both mentally and physically for his fight that is due to come up tomorrow as the fifth day of the seven day revels brings about some of the most competitive aspects of the revels, which is the opening of the fight pits, something that everybody is free to contest or in Gatharn's concern, he is actually officially signed up. So he's already in the roster and he has already been matched and he will know who his match is when he joins in on the fighting pit. So with that, it's actually, I think because Jin has his moons out, I'm pretty sure it was the beginning of evening when you guys made it back to the ship. gatharn is gone down below. The sun is set. It is the evening of the fourth day. What would you guys like to do?
2: I'm going to jump in, because I mentioned at the end of last session, as everybody was clearing out of the office, I wanted to talk to Omni. hmm The face that that man just made. It's just,
1: <laughs> it, 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 like, not Omni, but Cesare felt like I was, like, being held after class and I was getting in trouble with, like, the teacher. It's <laughs> was like, uh-oh.
2: I mean, Medi could teach you something probably about stabbing people, because that's what Medi do. That's <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> Is that what Medi did do?
2: It's what Medi done did do. Medi done did it.
1: <laughs> Omni's just writing down notes, all of the notes that I wrote for the stuff that needs to happen that day and the following day.
2: <laughs> or just kick the door closed behind the last person. That was just... Can i ask you a question. course. First of all, you seem kind of offended that I kicked your door. Sorry. Oh, it was, it was just—it was just repaired. Well, I, I'm not that strong. I don't know if you've noticed. I definitely see, didn't damage it.
1: I go and inspect the door. Is it damaged? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Give me a perception check. Oh my god! Is that starting started off, guys? Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to tell I mean it was never in that great a shape to begin with I mean the repair works that the others have done have you know done have done more to make the ship seaworthy aesthetics is not what they've been focused on hard to tell I'm deflecting Jason maybe <laughs> that's between you and your mm-hmm. Your, mm-hmm. your 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 crew mate that is currently asking you questions
2: as I want to do. What's up? Well, obviously you're not doing okay.
1: I thought I rolled better on my deception than that. Um, We have a lot to do. Uh, I feel like there will be time enough for... ...dealing with stuff once we're out of here.
2: You came over to where I am next to the door, right? Yeah. Cool. Can you just, can you hold out your arms like this? I want to make sure that you aren't injured or anything.
1: Fine. I just hug them. <laughs> arms are like just pinned to the side. Yep. Okay. Um, Mm-hmm. Will there be anything else?
2: Alright, so
1: just just not now. And you know that that, like like, nervous knee bounce that you can get like when you're just like trying to put all of your focus and energy into like one particular part of your body.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I don't know, just figured maybe we might die tomorrow. Or later tonight, I don't know. Yeah. that's.
1: Uh, uh, we're beginning to realize every day that that's a higher probability as this uh, <laughs> continues to move whichever direction it's moving. Um,
2: so that means that you want to continue to push off feeling things until death?
1: Oh, wouldn't that be nice?
2: No, huh? can't confirm. Not good.
1: I mean, avoidance is uh, is useful sometimes. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily till well, death, I guess, can come at any given point. But um, no, just, I guess, apparently, until once we're out of this place. Never liked being around large groups. Especially erratic, wild, crazy inebriated just all of the things that can lead to bad situations are in one place and we're right smack dab in the middle of it all I wasn't really
2: referring to the crowds and I mean I know a little bit and where I pulled you from figured it wasn't particularly pleasant for you no
1: doesn't matter right this instant, we have a lot that we need to do, and we'll figure out the rest when we have a chance to breathe.
0: Hmm.
2: God, I You're miss kind the open sea. Expert at uh, denying things for a very long time it's kind of my bag. Hmm. Eventually it just kind of starts to weigh on you and crush you.
1: How are we doing so far?
2: It's going to cripple you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Hopefully just a few more days. Stormlord willing, maybe even less.
2: To be able to get out of here. Okay. So once we make it out and we're on the open seas and I come talk to you again, you'll be able to talk to me, right?
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Promise. Yep. We'll,
1: we'll, make a, check. We'll, make, we'll make a drinking <laughs> game. We'll make a drinking game out of it. Oh shit! Natural twenty. <laughs> I, it's not even like a persuasion. Or I guess it would be a persuasion versus a deception. Yeah.
2: Whatever you say, I'll take a drink.
1: You'll ask a question. We'll ask a question. We'll go back and forth.
2: A drinking game, interesting. All
1: right. We'll call it a celebratory drinking game, since we'll have won our freedom, apparently, or hopefully. Question mark. Maybe.
4: (sighs) Okay, okay. Jin, you watch as Clark goes walking by you. Uh, Omni and Medi, you hear a knock at the door. Captain, can I have a moment, please? Yep. Door opens. Clark, the orc, steps through. Sees the two Are of you, you still standing hugging? there.
1: Me? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I like go after you <laughs> was, I was just thinking that maybe that would have been... That whole conversation, I'm just like... Cool. Cool. Uh, yes, Clark, uh, what's up? Uh,
4: Captain, uh, uh, thought. Yeah? Um, I don't really have a lot of thoughts. I, I'm pretty stoic and stay within my, how shall they say, where I'm required. I know that you gave us that little speech the other night, and I appreciate it. I know both um, uh, the Goliaths appreciated it as well. The crew as a whole definitely appreciated it, but I was that, curious. That was
1: like 30 minutes ago the
4: other night. Was it? I thought it was last night. Was that tonight
1: that you... That was yeah. That was earlier. I, I, I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, Captain. I've been, I've been drinking
1: heavily. I was thinking about what I was saying, what I had said a previous night. I was like, what did I say to them? Okay.
4: Yeah, I, oh. I, I was I was drink. I was I, I've been drinking. So I, I apologize. Sorry, um, sorry. You know, we you did give us the night off, so
2: yeah.
4: Um, I might have gotten a little too deep in the barrel, as they say. Um, okay. So. <laughs> Considering what happened the other night, I—I was wondering. I know we all have our choices to make, and the crew's gonna stick with you, Captain. There's no doubt about that. He kind of side eyes over at Medi. No one's ever really comfortable standing there, Medi. I mean, they—they always kind of have this weird, strange, kind of like tell. Like. Yeah, I mean, and you know, for you, Mehdi, you, you begin to realize that Clark did watch you drink people. So, um, right. he, he was near that battle at the time, so he's clearly got his own insights and probable understanding of what's going on. The door is not closed, so, Jin, you can see the door's kind of slightly open. on Omni, and Clark are having this conversation, and the sound of it's drip, drifting out. Um, the crew is, you know, they're they're busy enjoying the evening off that they've been given and they're either just kind of drinking or haphazardly having conversations on the deck of the ship. Clark definitely looks worried. Um, captain, my, my combat skills are not exactly as good as you and your friends are. I, I watched you all fight on that ship and I've, well, I'm not going to not going to lie, watching Gatharn's temper concerns me. Um, there seems to be two gins if, if I'm reading that correctly. Um, daytime gin seems really flaky. Nighttime gin seems dark as fuck. Um, at at some point Captain get, I was wondering if we could start some kind of training regimen for me and the rest of the crew. I, We all have our basic reality and understanding of what we can do, but I feel like those of us that don't feel quite like professionals could learn from some of you that if you catch my meaning, sir.
1: Uh, whoever said that you don't have Good ideas, Clark, or that it's not your strong suit. Um, we would not agree with them. That is a very wise and astute observation and suggestion. Who who would you feel comfortable? Who would you want to to be your primary instructor?
4: Ah, uh, well.
2: I we could show you shoot the um, man's throat in his sleep.
4: I, I well, no, no, I. Prefer a, a straight-up fight, toe-to-toe, as they say. Well, um,
2: you're probably not going to win that one.
4: Well, I... I that's
2: uh, a fair point, oh, maybe Why would you not catch him line of wires?
4: Well, I, I suppose we could learn some of those skills, but... You, you know, if we're going to be out at sea and we have to deal with situations... Formally, there aren't actually any pirates left... But if rumors are true, and I'm not saying they are, but, you know, they talk, and if if it's true that Thorvald plans on dissolving the guilds, well, the only way these privateers are going to be able to make money is raiding and, well, going back to piracy. You know, so activities like boarding parties and raiding villages and stuff like that, if we Decide not to go that route, which we've all agreed to go the route that you choose, Captain, and you and the other officers make that decision. I, those are the skills I'm probably, look, bar fights, sneaking into bedrooms and slitting throats, sure, we could always take the time out to learn stuff like that, but I'm just saying
1: the fighting styles Um, that will be applicable to where we are on our journeys. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I think so. Like I honestly, sir, I I have no idea how to throw a grappling hook. Um, I don't know what to do with a boarding party other than serve it drinks and, you know, have a good time. Um, I, I don't, what I'm saying, sir, is I'm good at the one thing I promised you I'd be good at, which is managing the crew and keeping the crew in shape and, and making sure the ship floats. And whether or not... Look, look, the Goliaths are brute force strength. There's no doubt about that. Intelligent as fuck. Even for Goliaths. I, I, I mean, I could probably state that safely. But it's uh, like a generalization, but okay. Well, I mean, if you're okay at very few things, but you could still break somebody's neck with a rather large arm, they, you know... I mean, I'm no fool, but I personally wouldn't want to get in a fight with him. Gatharin looks like the type that just picks fights for the brevity of picking fights.
1: But yeah, he loves it.
4: Yeah. I. So, yeah, that's just part of my concern, Captain. I, I probably completely unrelated and not required, but something to maybe give the crew to focus on and get their hands around would be nice. It's a good idea.
1: Once we uh, once we're in ship shape and heading out of here, we'll uh, we'll definitely start getting to work on that.
4: Good, good, Captain. Well, I'll take my leave, sir. And he kind of do- doffs the thing and you yeah. know goes out the door, makes a purposeful kind of wide, you know walk around Jin. You guys can see Jin is out on deck. The two of you down below, you know, in the captain's quarters. You can see Jin kind of lingering up above deck. The crew is kind of milling about doing odd jobs or just drinking from the till and enjoying their um, evening of grog and relaxation at this
1: who point. Is, uh, who was cooking tonight? Because, if I recall correctly, Gatharn had... Asked everybody if they can cook, and we were going to have like a cook-off to see sure. if uh, if they were if anyone in particular was really good. Good
3: question. Jin's going to hop in the kitchen real quick.
1: Oh shoot! <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, because the sisters said that they could cook. Um, uh, Stitches said that he absolutely loves to cook. Gromit said we was terrible. Same with Crooked Face. Crooked Face can do a stew, but we want to get Catharan a good, good, hearty meal, you know, so he's uh, ready to go for the fights tomorrow.
3: Yeah, so Jin's gonna go in the kitchen. Well this should be fun.
4: Jin, you make your way into what <clears throat> best looks like a kitchen. And when you're in there, old crooked face, the hobgoblin is already in there and kind of piling up stores and small boxes. The space itself isn't really all that big. You're looking around. Go ahead and give me a perception check as you kind of take in this kind of ad hoc
3: kitchen solution.
4: Oh, no. <laughs> is that Every second? single
3: time I roll a perception check. That one.
4: He's like, where are the knives? Yeah, looking around, I mean, it's hard to believe this is going to be a kitchen. Um, you're not entirely sure, you know, you're like looking around going, what the fuck? And then the um, old crooked face kind of, oh, sorry, sir, didn't see you there. Um, I'm just trying to get things organized. They Terribly sorry to bother you, sir. And you watch as he kind of puts down the stores and begins to leave the kitchen. No, no, no. No,
3: you're fine where you're at.
4: Oh, okay.
3: What's the inventory I, looking like, Crooked Face?
4: Well, I are. I'm okay. onions, potatoes, rations of pork and bacon, some old hard cheese, tack bread, nothing fancy, grains and beans. Everything you need to be at sea, sir. I you, just, you know, the basics. I think Nala and uh, Brackish are still trying to gather up more fresh stores, but uh, we've heard that ships have been leaving early and they're filling up their holds rather large for long journeys. So the food's a bit oh. difficult to get our hands on right now.
3: Where are the lemons and the limes?
4: Oh, sorry, sir. I, I don't think we could get those.
3: You're all going to die Sturdy.
4: Well, that's what these are for, sir. And he kind of points over to a big barrel of pickled peppers.
3: Who got these? Peter?
4: I don't know who Peter is, sir, but it sounds like a funny joke.
3: It's not. Oh. You haven't okay. met Peter? Or Paul. Well, see, you're our funny crooked dude. <laughs>
4: Well, I, you know, I heard now an get old the fuck song. Yeah, uh, yes, sir. And he kind of like turns and immediately <laughs> gets out of the kitchen. <laughs> you well, just I hear don't. him kind of. You, you just hear him yell outside the door uh, above deck at the other crew. Who the fuck is Paul? I the not make any sense.
3: Yeah, I look around, see the supplies, and then. I can't do, I can't work in, in these conditions. This is inappropriate. And I get back on deck. Somebody come in here and make some food for Githarn. Does anybody this
4: You watch as the two sisters kind of look at each other and then look at you and shrug their shoulders and go, Okay, it's probably going to be his last meal anyways. Might as well make it tasty.
3: I like your spirit.
4: Oh, well, you're terrifying. And they walk right past you and into the kitchen. Down below. That's fair. I,
3: I'm going to walk into the into the rebels.
4: Okay. Make a way down the gangway and into the familiar expansion of the now busy area of the rebels. Um, mm. Let's go ahead and bring up the Was Amanda map.
1: or Brenda the
4: druid? Amanda. Of the two sisters. Amanda. You said one of them, Amanda was a druid? What was yeah, one, one of them had, um, you're not really sure, Brenda appeared to be roguish in nature, right. but you get the feeling that um, Amanda was someone who seemed knowledgeable in druidic understanding. Magics. Yeah. And as always, Jen, leaving the wharf section, making your way out into the Rebels, is there a particular area that you want to try to get to?
3: Where do I think the Hawk would be right now? Ooh. Give me an insight check.
4: He's a spy. 17. (laughs) 17?
3: 17.
4: You know the fights are tomorrow, so chances Mm. are there's lots of betting going on right now. You get the distinct impression that heading to the den would be your best possible opportunity for trying to find
3: the hawk. I'll head into the den. Or
4: Maximilian, however you choose to refer to him.
3: Mm -hmm. I'll walk into the den.
4: Okay, making your way to the den. Omni and Medi, what are you doing with your time?
2: I mean volunteering to help with this whole training program with like the most like devious like grinch smile <laughs> 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 Just get something off your plate, maybe. Huh.
1: Yeah, that I mean that'll that'll be great.
2: I don't know why you say huh, like you're so fucking shocked that I would assist you.
1: No, no, it just don't think that that'll start up tonight as uh, they've well, already no, been drinking but,
2: but... Notes and... And oh no, see, for sure, no for sure but if they've been drinking that's the best time to start make sure they're always aware and prepared okay um, Maddie, I'm kidding don't, we've don't been don't in a lot of fights on, recently yeah. no, we've been in a lot of fights recently they need
1: a uh, night. yeah we don't need anybody dying tonight ah. damn it I said it now shit okay <laughs>
2: You have, in fact, cursed us, Yes.
1: Great, great. Um, hmm. I want to find out if Gronk, the uh, the orc. Well, first that's I... one. That's the one you let go. Yeah, I. We weren't sure if we we hadn't done that
4: yet. Oh, that's Everybody... true. You said you were yeah. thinking of letting Gronk yeah. and the two goblins go. That's right. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: Omni would would handle that. Regretfully dismiss the goblins and uh, Gronk as well. But prior to having him... Or in telling him that we won't be having him on the ship, also see if uh, alternative employment might be uh, something that he, they're interested in. Um, we wanted to get them signed up for the fight pits as well and put some money down on them. And... And maybe potentially talk to them about killing some people. Just, you know, just in passing, little conversation, that's
4: all. Uh, making your way up on the deck of the ship, you can see the two goblins are leaning up against the grog barrel, dipping their little tin cups down into the barrel, pulling out fresh doses of grog and pouring it down their gullets and kind of laughing with each other. And they kind of see you staring at them and they kind of stare back at you and make eye contact for a moment, and the, the gobble's like, Uh, sorry, Captain, this is something we could do for you. I uh, just wanted to,
1: unfortunately let you two know that, um, tomorrow you won't be on the ship anymore, but, uh, tonight will be your last night. Please continue to enjoy, eat, and drink to your satiation, but uh, yeah, we can, we won't be asking you to go with us moving forward.
4: Oh, whoa, well, okay,
1: uh, but but we could stay tonight, though, right? Of course. Oh,
4: good. Oh, good. That's good to know. Uh, if you right? want
1: to enjoy the revels, I mean, by all means, you don't need. To oh, we will. Remain. We'll
4: definitely we'll definitely enjoy the revels. That's that's okay. no problem. I just wanted to make sure that you're okay with us after firing us. That we stay on board. That, uh, just double checking. Should we be concerned?
1: Well, I don't know. Have you seen what the crew and I are capable of?
4: Do we Ooh, have anything yeah. to hear from you? No, I don't think so. Just kind of a strange decision. Usually we just get tossed off. They grab us by our asses and just throw us right over the rail. That's, so uh, this is... Uh, I know it's hard to tell... Well, I know it's hard to tell with us goblins, but this is our surprised face. Ah, this isn't. Gotcha. This isn't our uh, angry face. This is our surprise face. If that makes sense, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. We we okay.
1: Don't feel as if there's anything to fear, and we are uh, eliciting an act of trust. If that makes sense. So, um, you know, don't do anything to to break it, and we won't have to kill you.
4: Oh well, well I. Oh, yeah, absolutely, sir. And they kind of laugh and go back to just dipping their cups into the grog barrel, go back to drinking. Um, you can see Kronk over near one of the railing. He's currently sharpening his blade and just kind of leaning against the railing. And He looks up.
0: Uh, yes, Captain. What can I do for you?
1: You mentioned you really enjoy killing.
0: Well, oh, just one of the things I'm born naturally to do so well. Hmm. Yeah,
1: okay. Um, do you know of the three sisters?
4: I'm aware of who they are, yeah. The, the word of their exploits has gotten around. Um, my understanding is they work for the
1: Hawk. Do you, are you aware of their capabilities? Do you think if you were able to get one of them alone individually without her sister's support and backup that you would be able to take care of her? Take care of her
0: how, sir? Kill her. What do you mean? Oh, you'd like me to kill her? Well, it's I'd say all chilling. three of
1: them, but unfortunately, uh don't think that that would be within your realm of capabilities. Nothing against no. you personally. It's just that the three of them are... I don't know. Maybe level nine.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I don't know what levels
4: mean, sir. Is that the nine, floor they are on?
1: You know, we're, we're, they're definitely higher than us. So I, I thought we were at five for a second. I was like, oh no, we're eight. So they're at least like fifteen.
4: I, sir, you're speaking words that are unknown to me. But uh, yeah, I suppose. Do you happen to know where they are? Should I just go looking for them?
1: Um. Well, they are probably currently on the run, kind of in hiding for a bit. This isn't necessarily like a point at them and you go do it type of thing. This is more of a find them out, kill them, bring us proof, and we'll pay you type of thing situation.
4: Well, I think I understand what you mean, sir, but just so that I'm completely clear on what you want me to do you want me to track down one of the three sisters whichever one i track down that's the one you want me to kill you actually don't care which one it is oh no
1: you want you to track down all three of them separate and isolate one of them kill them off one at a time this isn't a go in wailing and think you're going to survive type of situation you need to isolate
4: them give me persuasion give me a persuasion check really quick okay I mean he's brute force but
1: uh, 18.
3: hmm
4: well I do love a challenge sir um shall we settle on a uh, a reward then for accomplishing the task
1: 1,000 gold ahead.
4: I, absolutely, sir, I can accomplish this task for you. Um, How do I get in touch with you? Are you going, do you know what port of harbor you and your mates will be going to? Because if I end up tracking them down off in some other location, I'll need to know at least a basic understanding of how to find you, sir.
1: Um, I'm like thinking about what spells I... (laughs) <laughs> don't have currently, but might be getting soon-ish. Uh,
4: well, do you do you plan on being in either Port de Mali, Nicodranus, or some of the other major ports? I mean, if you plan on stopping off in those ports, I could probably try to track you down, sir. Would we have to,
1: out of game, would we have to stop in those ports? Uh, should we choose to not go with Thorvald if we were just, like, heading out? Or is I mean, it more like if we out to see? There's no. It's, uh, there's nothing yeah. else in the way.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's all about resupply, keeping the ship yeah. in shape, and wherever the winds take you. I mean, so we'll end up needing choose, to touch yeah, those it, a- areas at some point. Yeah, I mean, if you go independent, as long as you avoid Thorvald's plan, gotcha. You know, you can make a living. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> just a matter. Well, how about this, sir? Um, like you said, they're probably on the run, so chances are they're not in the revels. Um, I'll start by tracking them, trying to figure out where we think they might have gone. Um, I may have access to a tool that may aid me in this discovery as well. Could you write down a solid description of them for me, sir? A good, uh,
0: drawing, perhaps?
1: Definitely.
4: Um, aside from
1: that, are you in the? Are you entered into the fighting pits?
0: Oh, no, sir. Um,
4: uh, a Morkum always wins. No one would be stupid enough to go against him. Morkum? Yeah, Morkum. He's a rather large minotaur. Quite fucking hmm. scary, to be honest with you. Stands roughly 10, 12 feet in height. Um, quite a brutish monster. Uh, he serves on the personal retinue of Thorvald. He wins almost every year. But, but he's you're not a
1: he's fighting no. one of those
4: uh, other fights. Is it like uh, a team tournament? No, not really. There's the I don't really know how to write, sir, so I can't really sign up. But yes, during the night of the fights to, uh, tomorrow, or during the day, the fights do go on all day. Uh, if you're challenged and you accept the challenge, then they let you fight in the pit. Um, I may participate in some of those if anything presents itself, but. Um, with all the rumors swirling about this revels feeling a bit, uh, well, unnerving. I'm kind of glad you came up with this plan for me, sir. I've been thinking heavily on getting off the revels as soon as possible and making my way. But now you've given me something to focus on, so I do appreciate that.
1: Um, as you are on your hunt... Uh, while we won't have you on the ship directly, the, uh, the work that you will be doing will definitely be helpful to us. Um, should you choose to enroll in any of the fights, or if you are challenged and accepted, if any fees are required,
4: just let me know. We will cover them. Hey, gambling fees are what they are. If I'm challenged, I have coins, sir. I can manage, but I appreciate that.
1: Uh, let us know if you are challenged. We'd like to put some money on you as well.
4: If you don't hear from me in the next few days, sir, I'll be in Nicodronus in a month or so. We'll meet back then? Ah. You watch as he picks up his kind of like grungy old rucksack, puts it over his shoulder. Both blades go down. You watch a knife go into his belt that he was sharpening. Um, an axe kind of swings across the backside of his back and This is one of the nice things about not being affiliated with a ship, sir. I can carry my weapons. I just got to go stow them. He watches. He just kind of looks and smiles at everybody and ruffles the thin hair of the two goblins and makes his way down the gangway.
2: I'm going to be honest. I like that guy.
4: Jin, as you make your way through the den, it's always easy to spot. It's never too difficult. There are dice games, card games going out all over the streets and in the alleyways. There's a handful of small and mediocre taverns. There's the, uh, I think, the Tilted Sail or the uh, the one that Catharine always goes oh, The hoisted, hoisted Sail. Hoisted Sail. Thank you. The hoisted sail is... Yeah, see, I actually did write that down. The hoisted sail seems to be where the main body of the activity is. There are... It's particularly busy tonight. There are queues and lines of people everywhere talking excitedly about not only all the rumors that you've confirmed via Thurvald and the meeting that you and your team have had, But it appears that the most heavy bets going on tonight are for the fights tomorrow. There is a registry list that has been posted for the matching. And as you kind of stand there looking at the great painted billboard with all the names, you see your passive would be high enough for this. You see Morkum matched with Gatharn. The odds are currently 198 to one. And people are staring at the board, and kind of there's coins being, you know, kind of rattled into empty palms. People stare at you, then quickly turn away from you in kind of like nervous chatter, not really wanting to be nearby you. Walking away, you can hear voices. There's one voice in particular you hear quite loudly. Well, I tell you what, it is going to be some fun tomorrow, as you hear the hawk or Maximilian however you choose to call him. It's clearly having a loud conversation with somebody deep into the interior of the hoisted
3: tavern. Hoisted sail tavern. I'll make my way gently towards uh, that voice.
4: Uh, give me a perception check as you make your way into the crowd.
3: Yay. Another natural one's going to come. Watch. <laughs> uh, not that bad. Uh, it's Nine. So Shoulder, you, you
1: are making your way.
3: No, <laughs> no. no <we're> <laughs> you said gently. Your
4: Shoulders way. and elbows run into each other. It's crowded in here, but you don't see anything particularly out of the ordinary, other than a very large, massive specimen of a minotaur. He is leaning onto an impossibly small bar, and next to him. You watch as the hawk just kind of grabs his elbow, gives him a big smile, and then kind of turns. And as he's turning to walk away from this huge minotaur, he stops. Oh, well, Master Jin, how are you? What what can I possibly do for you, sir?
3: A conversation, hawk.
4: Oh, a conversation. So you're not my bitter enemy. You don't hate me, then. Do you?
3: What you did was business. Well, I can respect it, business.
4: Well, I, I, I appreciate that. I I just don't think your captain completely understands the merits and difficulties of running your own private spy
3: agency. Sometimes no. you merely have to use what's in front of you and hope for the best. I look ar- he's just saying he's operating a spy agency in the open.
4: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
3: Uh, insight check to see how much he's had to drink
4: go for it damn
3: natural 20 for 22
4: drunk as fuck bitch drunk as fuck he's normally quite like reserved not nearly as but he's he's you get the feeling that whatever you get the feeling that the the accomplishment of flushing out those three Mm -hmm. drow is something he's been working very hard for he's celebrating tonight um, he's got heavy coin purses on him. He's clearly been betting and drinking all night, and there's he's got that kind of glaze in his eyes that tells you that he's kind of listening but doesn't really give a fuck.
3: I shake my head. It's sloppy. I turn to the bartender. Do you offer coffee or something that's sobering?
4: Uh, the bartender goes, "Oh, um, ca." I don't know what coffee is, sir. Uh, do you have a sample of it? And what what's this word? so I don't I don't understand that word either, sir. And the bartender just kind of walks away from you.
3: I hate this place. <laughs> it parades around as civilization, but people don't even know the fucking head to the ass. I grab the hawk by the elbow and I try to find a quiet, as quiet as possible spot.
4: Oh, my. You're being quite um, handling this evening. Shut up. I I wasn't sure that... Uh, Shut up. Oh, oh, very
3: well. You're being to right now.
4: The two of you make your way to the other side of the tavern-like area, brushing through some tables. Um, there are at least six individuals watching you very cautiously. You watch as Maximilian's hand comes up slightly and the six individuals kind of go back into the shadows of the wall. Jin, you seem so aggressive this evening. I mean, normally I would like it, but I'm in a different mood.
3: Your teeth still loose, or did you get a cleric to fix that for you?
4: Nope, it's still loose. It's it's important to have memories of things that... Make a
3: difference. Yeah, I don't know if I would respect you if you had a missing front tooth, though.
4: Oh, it's still here. It's just very loose. Mm. Are they still you? mad? Are they Are they still mad?
3: Oh. The only thing uh, Omni would speak on is uh, planning your demise, any future of it. Ah, it's important to have a focus in life. I'm glad Price I could help. Those. But he's hyper-focused. He's he's blinded by his own uh, thirst for revenge, I suppose.
4: Oh, I don't doubt it, in the least.
3: don't know how I feel about following somebody's orders who's so tunnel-visioned. And plus I got demoted. So, you know, apparently I've been demoted, but I'm not too upset about it. We'll see how I feel in the daytime.
4: Captain Omni has tunnel vision then? Is that a debilitating disease? Is there something wrong with
3: it? Absolutely debilitating.
4: They seem normal to me, mostly, other than they have an intense anger, that's for sure. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong, that kind of anger in the right position could be quite fun. But like I said, I'm not quite in that mood this evening.
3: Why are you deflecting? Oh, am I? It's
4: the third. I, Marcus. Oh, you hurt, you hurt my feelings. It's Maximilian. You know this. Torvald told you.
3: Maximilian e. Malcolm, Marcus III.
4: Oh, you have a good memory, Jen. By the way, Jen, is this the good Jen? Because the other Jen seems a bit flaky. I prefer, well, I prefer my gin dark.
3: I leaned in real close in the table.
4: He leans in towards you as well.
3: I'm getting tired of this persona. Six men in the shadow isn't going to be enough to stop me if you continue to try to piss me off.
4: Oh, they're not in the shadow to stop you. I'm not worried about you, Jen. You have flavor. I don't intend to ever allow you to be bottled. They are merely following orders. That is all they're doing. You are free to do whatever you wish. You could probably try to kill me. Absolutely. I'm quite drunk. I mean, I'm stuck in that place where I just bet a huge amount of money. Um, normally that makes me want to fuck quite boisterously. Um, unfortunately, the person that I was mostly interested in is now well, hell-bent on killing me. Um, uh, you come seeking a conversation of regret and
3: concern. Jin, I'm in the business of making... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Did I give an impression that I was worried and concerned about Ami?
4: No, I think you're worried and concerned about the entirety of the situation that you and your friends have found themselves in.
3: Oh. I'm not in that situation. I can shed myself of that very quickly. I'm here to offer you a deal.
4: Oh, I like deals. Shall we go upstairs?
3: What are we going to do upstairs?
4: I know. I get flirty when I'm drunk. I apologize. He just kind of leans back in his chair, takes a pole from a small glass bottle, and looks at you. Do I see
3: where the stairs are?
4: Uh, There's double sets of winding stairs that go up to a second and third floor where... All the tavern rooms are kept. I, uh, the six individuals are there. You can mm-hmm. see where they are. They never pull their glance away from you, but they're not threatening in any way, as far as you can tell.
3: I, uh, I grab the hawk's hand, give him a little wink, and lead the way. Oh. This evening did just get
4: interesting. I do warn you, I am particularly energetic this evening. And he kind of puts his arm into the crook of your elbow, and the two of you are now walking up the flight of stairs. Gatharn Excuse me. Yes. (laughs) You're such a Gnork. I love my (laughs) Gnorks. Give me a charisma save, please. Three. Oh, beautiful. Oh, gorgeous. You sit just straight up in your hammock down below. You can still hear the activity up above you. The sounds of the revels still going. You've maybe been asleep for a couple hours. As you sit upright, looking around, there's a figure sitting at the foot of your bed. Appears to be feminine in scope. She turns towards you. And it's your mother staring at you. Why? Why do you not come home, dear? It has been a long time since we've seen you. Don't you think it's time? The rumors have been quite rife with concern about what is going on. And you watch as the astral projection kind of sits and stands up off the edge of the bed. She kind of meanders over alongside you, her translucent hand kind of brushing through your face in an effort to try to kind of give you some physical contact. Why the charade, dear? You still play at these games. I've I've been scrying on you for days. You're back at that god-awful shithole of the revels. What did we ever do to deserve this kind of treatment? I mean, there are so many more things that an intelligent and capable person such as yourself could be doing right now. And here you waste your talents, your efforts. On what, dear boy? What? Your father is quite mad. And I don't mean in a crazy way. He's upset. I thought I'd say that because I know how you get sometimes. All right, Uh, describe my mom for me, please. Well, in her astral projection self, she looks just like what you'd expect her to look like. She's done this to you before. It definitely looks like her. This doesn't feel like a trick of the mind. So there are no...
0: Sort of? Just making sure, because, you know... Sort of. Biological mom is a barbarian. Barbarian, Biological no. Dad. But you no, also no, no, know no, no, that... No, 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 no. Biological mom's go. an orc barbarian. Correct. Biological dad is a gnome warlock. Correct. Gender's got flip-flopped. Yep. So daddy's now mommy, mommy's now daddy. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Yes. Okay.
4: But you also know that she never projects herself as she truly is. She's a master tactician at magic. And whatever fey agreements that have been made in the past, well, she always controls her visual representation because she never knows who's watching. Astral projection is a very powerful spell, but it also tears through the fabric of the arcane and can expose you. This is just one of her many tricks she uses to try to communicate with you. You can feel her kind of intensity as she stares at you, her arms crossed. She's taken the form of, form of a sun elf this time. Long, blonde hair. Just very elf-like feminine features. She stares down at you. Now, are you coming home or not? Yes.
0: Uh, winter festival, when? like I always do.
4: Yes, I know, dear, but... You're at the revels, dear. Yeah, Again, because it's fun. I, I know it's fun, but couldn't you like go to Nicodronis or Port Mali or Port Zoon and have fun there? The rumors that me and your father have been hearing about the revels this year are well, unnerving, to say the least.
0: Now, seems like a normal type of revels to me.
4: You're the smartest dumb person I've ever met, dear. And you can't lie with shit.
0: Yes. And?
4: What have you gotten yourself into? <sighs> Something awesome. Explain yourself, please.
0: Uh, No.
4: Oh, then it must be truly awesome for you to piss me off with that. She kind of whisks away from you, stands at the foot of your bed, and goes, Well, I hope you don't get yourself killed, you fucking asshole. And you just watch as her visage disappears. You hear Clark's voice from above. Everything okay down there, sir? I heard voices. Yeah, just my
0: parents checking in on me.
4: Ah, uh... I didn't see anyone go down below deck, sir. What do you what do you mean? Are they go Never mind, sir, never don't answer that. And he just quickly walks back up on deck. So Omni and Maddie, what are you two doing with your time at this point? I know you're conspiring you've dealt with Clark and or not Clark, but with Gronk. Gronk appears to be quite enthusiastic about the prospect of his little trip. Uh Omni or uh Meta, you're in the process of writing out instructional tips on how to slit throats, I believe.
2: Yep. And uh because <laughs> that's not happening like now, you know, might as well go do some exploring, see about these fights, see if I don't know if there's still a lich on the island.
4: So you're gonna make your way into the revels as well?
3: Yeah. Okay.
4: Fair enough. Omni, what are they doing this evening?
1: Still a little bit of time. Um, Yeah, Omni is going to go up to Stitches and um, give them basically a shopping list for uh, fabric for sales, as well as a few different colors of paint um, to... Whether it's in transit or when Stitches we get to a nice sitting, spot yeah,
4: Stitch is sitting cross-legged on a barrel, like sipping from his grog cup, and it looks weird to see a bugbear with a pinky out, you know, sipping out of a tin cup, it's and well, and under one arm, um, he has like this massive bundle of sail that he's kind of working on and stitching. Oh, hello, sir. I didn't see you there. Um, uh, shopping. You want me to go shopping for you, sir? Yes. um, uh, Now or tomorrow? Most of the stores are probably closed, I think, sir. Tomorrow. Tomorrow will be fine, yeah.
3: Ah, good.
1: So we are going to need um, dyes to color our current sails, which are white. And then we'll also want to pick up more of a dark, dark blue, closer to black fabric as well, so that we can have stealth sails for nighttime.
4: Oh, I hadn't and thought then, about that, sir. That's pretty clever. And then I guess that's why you're deep the captain.
1: Blue and dark green paints. That way, we can make the actual wood of the ship, the deck, and everything else uh, uh, more s- like the sea. So,
4: so, sir, I've been wanting to ask you about the name of our ship, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a lot of the other crew have been kind of making fun of it. Um, you know, is it possible that we could? Name it something a little bit more appropriate, sir. I just, you know, uh, wet vagina just doesn't do it for the rest of us. To be honest with you, it just, it, you well, know, you pull in the thing. port, and the first thing you hear in the in the in the tavern is, "Oh, the wet vaginas in port." So, you oh. know, it
0: just, you know,
4: as clever as we all think Catharin is, we the Whispering Eye. Eh, it's gonna look funny in the logs, sir. you know you you you, you If we end up going into port, you gotta hand over that log that's got the <laughs> yeah, it's got the name of the ship all over the. You know, I mm-hmm. just uh, sorry, yeah. sorry. It's I probably say you know I I been drinking and I talk too much. I I apologize if that if that's a problem. You look. Are you skilled with a brush?
1: Can you can you paint? Are you much of a writer?
4: I I can paint. Yes, sir.
1: Uh, How do you feel about the name The Storm's Eye?
4: I think it sounds very aggressive, sir. I like it.
3: Okay. It's Um, the the opposite of aggression. The Storm's Eye is where you want to be.
1: It's where it's calm, yeah.
4: Um, (laughs) Yeah. Well, yes, sir, it's calm. And that was weird. I thought I heard Jed. Um, Yes, sir, it's calm in the center of a storm. But just think about everything I get through to get to that. Center of the storm, you know what I mean. You got, you got to push your way through all that intensity, sir. So, yeah. So it's, perseverance. Yeah, I don't know what that word means, but sure, that sounds like a cool word, sir.
1: Okay, um, pick up some paint uh, that we can use for the uh, the name as well. Yeah, you can do that. Um, how much do you think that will be, Jason, for an additional set of sails paint for the?
4: Whole uh, boat? Give me an insight check.
1: Hi. Uh ooh, seventeen, twenty-one.
4: With the information you have been freshly learning, if it's true people are leaving early, that means supplies will be in short demand. You're you're normally maybe a couple hundred gold, but now maybe more close to three hundred gold to get all the supplies. They're okay. probably in short supply now. We'll
1: do that and um, also give him uh, a bit of a food shopping list, like basic bare necessities are not going to be what happens on this ship. We're going to have nice stuff. So anything that they can find that's uh, of higher quality um, and getting a lot of it is, I mean, obviously as much as they can.
4: Sounds good. Takes the gold and takes the list. It goes, um, kind of embarrassed, sir. I don't read too well. Can I take one of the sisters with me?
1: Yes, absolutely. And, um, still trying to work out their names. Whichever one seems like they're... Uh, Amanda, the uh, um, I,
4: I think Amanda would be the good one to bring. For, for She's a little bit more, uh,
1: well... So she's, they've got their more own... She's re- flirty, right? She's, she has a more outgoing kind of personality?
4: Her, her personality is quite interesting, sir, yes. I she winks a lot that. more than Brenda, I think. Sure. I, I will go with that, sir.
1: Perfect. Uh, okay, so you said 300 gold. Oh, is that for uh, food as well, or...?
4: Yeah, that would be everything I think okay. I would need, sir. Yes.
1: Okay. Um... And then how close are we to, uh, our, as, this is above game, just as far as days to completion of fixing up the ship, because I, Cesare is remembering that uh, Jin paid 2,500 gold for the first half, and that Correct. I said that I was going to cover the second half. So, it,
4: As far as Brackish and, um, uh, what's her name? Um, Nala? Nala. Nala. As far as brackish and Nala are concerned, um, that, you know, they'll have this thing ready to go and be ship-shaped by the end of the Rebels. Cool. You were trying for sooner rather than later, but there's been some distractions, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, let
1: me mark that off as checked for paint and fabric for sales. Done. Done. Um. Yeah. Uh. Omni would probably want to actually spend a, at least an hour that night um, checking before with Sea Invisibility and then also um, just, like, studying all of the things. Uh, so we had the compass, um, the, the anti-magic gem that was in the ceiling of the blacksmith mm-hmm. that we retrieved. We wanted to study that and see what was up with it. Yeah. Um, oh, and then I wanted to go to Gromit and give them 15 platinum pieces and commission them to make uh, platinum rings for all of the crew members um, with a few additional ones. And on the ring, I want them to uh, put a like either a stamp or an engraving um, of a, an eyeball, but the pupil... Of it, instead of being like a vertical cat eye, is actually a lightning bolt.
4: Gotcha. So, you could spend the evening doing everything but that. Give me a sleight of hand check for a drawing of the way you want the rings to look. Okay. Uh, Grommets is currently closed, so that's something you could probably accomplish tomorrow.
1: Oh, no, sorry. Grommet is the name of the gnome that's on board.
4: Oh, the no. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. The artificer
1: of the transparent hand.
4: That's right. Um... Eventually, you track down the gnome. Uh, yes, sir. Um, he reaches out for the drawing. Uh, it's a 19. Takes. All right. This shouldn't be a problem, sir. I should be able to handle this quite nicely. Awesome. Cool. Rings for that. Uh...
1: Hire a cleric. I don't know if that's possible. We'll, re- we'll go into the Rebels to do that. Hopefully, we'll see. But I uh, was going to go and talk to Raylene um, and clear up a few things. But somebody else should do something.
4: All right. So you're spending your evening in study and using your ability to kind of look about. I mean, you're understandably concerned about... Just what you've been through with the sisters. You're definitely mm-hmm. a little bit on the uh, anxious side these days.
3: Yeah.
1: Identify the anti-magic stone. Does it do anything?
4: Give me a arcana check. It's
1: a plus nothing. Come on.
4: Nice. 16. It's currently inert. It looks to be crafted for the purpose of containing some form of enchantment. But for now, it's either been expended or purposely dispelled.
1: Okay. So it's a stone that's just a gem that's worth maybe
4: something? Well, considering it could be re-enchanted, chances are it's worth quite a bit of money.
1: Oh God. So it's not just a stu- can any gem be right. enchanted like, or it needs to be something like important Like a of, like, residuum? Warrior. Okay,
4: okay, cool. It's, cool, cool. it's got to be a master crafted device, capable of holding an enchantment. Perfect. Medi, as you make your way into the rebels. The first time I saw that little animation, I missed it every <laughs> other time because I was looking at stuff that's cool. I like it. What's up? As you make your way into the revels, maybe it, it is a it is a particularly uh, party-like scene for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a particular area you want to try to Ew. meander around in, or what are your thoughts on where you'd like to go?
2: How uh, much uh, good good juice do I have left, by the way? I know we figured out um, the recipe
4: for it. I mean. Raylene's clearly, with your help, you've gotten really close to cracking the recipe. Mm-hmm. Clearly, she has a source to go back to. She could go back to Thorvald and get more if you decide to go to talk to her about it. Cool. Um, you have at least another week of it left. It wow. doesn't require... It, it's one of those kind of like concoctions where you just sip
2: at it. Gotcha. want to make sure I, I, that thought just crossed into my mind. And I was like, mm, wait a second. Crowd. Um... <laughs> Cool. So I will. Well, and let's keep in mind, you drank
4: very well recently. So you still have that kind of residual high and that effervescence in your step, that energy is still pulsing through your body. Mm-hmm. There's Venom, Tobey Maguire in Spider Man. Yeah. Game, just like, I mean, there's finger guns at people down the street. <laughs> there's, there's, and, and one of the things that you've always found challenging after a fresh kill, there's always that kind of lingering taste, as well as the fresh memory and reminders of the process of that taste. All that combined just creates this amazing kind of. Well, for all better intents and purposes, I mean it's better than sex as far as you're concerned. Debatable. <laughs> <Unbelievable>. um, <laughs> I- <laughs> uh, scope
2: out the fights, actually.
4: Okay. Um, as you make your way through the guildmaster's headquarters and down the galleys way, you actually find your way making your um, making the outer wards your focus as there are a series of outdoor um, kind of like, uh, what do they call those Uh, outdoor, not an outdoor stadium, but those, you know, like the scaffolding for seats. And you can Mm -hmm. see ropes are going around these like wooden platforms and there's maybe four or five of them that are being currently constructed. Um, uh, There's like a very heavy set human wearing Thorvald um, kind of uh, colors. He's got, A heavy leather apron on, a a slouched hat off to one side. He's barking orders at the current crew that are in the process of building (coughs) these pits, readying them for tomorrow. Now, look, we don't have all fucking day. If If you can't get it done, I'll go grab a different crew. And he's just kind of barking and pointing at people to do things. There's crowds milling around. Coin purses are changing hands. Bets, fresh boards are going up with all the matches. Your passive would be high enough. Morcom versus Gatharn is one of the heavier odd matches that you can see up on the board.
2: Hmm. Makes sense.
1: Question. What were the odds? One hundred ninety-two.
2: One, yeah.
1: One ninety-two to one. Damn. thousand mm-hmm. platinum.
2: Whew. I know. Let's I go, Catharn. <laughs> god that's a lot of money to put on this. I have a lot <laughs> of money i think we should hedge our bets and one of us should put at least a little bit on the other guy just to like not that i don't believe in gathione but like yeah you know. and from where you're now
4: sitting out of the crowd or from where you're standing kind of taking all this in off to the right you could see like almost like a preparation area and there's gnomes and orcs and humans and elves. They're either wrapping fists and kind of like punching bags and like that general calisthenic energy of people that are just, you know, too wrapped up in the sense of the fights to be able to sleep. And they're just kind of out there doing the bag and practicing and sparring with each other. And then they all kind of stop to look past you. And then as you look over your shoulder, the tallest and biggest minotaur you've ever seen comes... You know, walking out of the galley's way, road and down into the outer wards where.
2: <laughs>
4: I, win. I win. He's about roughly That's a little over ten the feet.
2: That's how fire pits work. It's how it
4: works. <laughs> He's taking. roughly over ten feet tall, huge minotaur. Yeah,
2: slower than me. Got it.
4: Stripped down just to breech cloths and. Kind of makes his way into the preparation area. See that one horn has been purposely shaved down to a stump. The other horn is still kind of elongated and and, and normal from the standpoint of a minotaur. His big bovine like...
2: As he passes by.
4: Uh, give me a perception me check. Actually, I would say you're going to focus in on him. So give me investigation as yeah. you just linger. But do you want to do it as if he would notice you? Or do you want to be deceptive as you examine him? I don't care if he notices me. Okay. What'd you get?
2: Uh, Investigation 21.
4: He is rip-corded muscle from top to bottom. He And every time he lifts the thousand-pound sandbags mm-hmm. that are set up for the calisthenics, his the vessels in his arms don't even bulge. It's almost as if he's just doing this as you watch him and eventually hear him well are you gonna come over or are you just gonna stand there and keep staring at me I'm just curious yeah well he kinda looks down over at you there's something weird about you
2: that's what everybody says how flattering
4: what no no wait just Wait, wait, hold on a second, Miss, before you, uh, I was, and you, you you kind of, he's like looking through the crowd at you and he, and you could barely, make. I was just going to tell her there was a finger in her hair, I just, strange, and he goes back to lifting the sandbag. I
2: showered, thank (laughs)
4: you. yeah, you didn't roll a natural. You, the DC on your shower was 32,
2: so I don't also, know what to tell you. Also, gross off me. Oh, right. I don't That's have true. fingers on my person <laughs> other than the ones on my hand, Jason.
4: Yeah, he just goes back to lifting, watches you walk away, shrugs right. his shoulders.
2: <laughs> um, I am also going to take a little take a little sneaky peeky back towards the direction that i chased that uh, girl <laughs> down towards you know why
4: not? Uh, you want to you want to make your way down to the den of thieves at this point yeah okay um walking the opposite way of the outer wards kind of making your way through all the different people milling about you make your way into the den of thieves. Go ahead and give me an investigation check because it's, you know, you're taking your time. You're being methodical about looking around and wondering what's going on. Uh, 15, 15. I mean, you're kind of lingering in the space where you kind of last remember seeing her and you're looking around and I mean, it's easy to get lost in here. The, the buildings here are a lot more congested, a lot more temporary. The alleyway spaces are very tight. Um, God only knows how many of those secret passageways there could be. I mean, you followed that creature down below into the ancient turtle shell. I mean, this thing could be a honeycomb of possible routes that people could take. Um, It would take you hours and hours, if not days, to try to figure out where she might have gone. But you Mm -hmm. can
2: try. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I tracked her down that one time. But mm-hmm. to be able to repeat that path, this is more an exercise in you know seeing if there's anything obvious and just to like wander around and clear my head a little
4: bit. Right. The one thing that strikes you is obvious. This is a perfect place to get lost,
0: mm-hmm. which
4: you kind of you kind of kind of file under. You know, I should remember this is a good place to get lost. Um, you can see people skulking about, leaning up against alleyways. There's at least. Two or three rather shadowy-looking characters that just kind of are not being very clever about their staring at you.
2: I put on my my base-level resting bitch face as I (laughs) (laughs) walk by them.
4: Yeah, they kind of quickly turn away from you as if they realize that they've been kind of noticed that they're following you. And it just... This place feels odd to you. This, this, this place, out of everywhere in the Revels, this is the location that always feels just so... Like, even people that don't belong here seem to end up here because they simply just don't belong in the Revels. They just either see it as opportunity or they see it as a perfect chance to make a little side coin. Um, whether they've stowed away on ships or figured out little secretive ways to get here. This is where more of the nefarious people pretty much reside, as far as you can tell.
2: Stowaways, I try not to think about uh juice bucks.
4: <laughs> Anything else you'd like
2: to do? Just wander for a little while. Okay.
4: Jin As you and Maximilian make it up to the second floor, he pulls out a very heavy key out of his pocket, unlocks a door, opens it, and goes Oh, after you, DSA, And he waits for you to walk in first.
3: I walk in first.
4: He follows you. Two of you are now standing there. He pours two glasses of a very kind of like um, intoxicating smelling liquid and hands one of the glasses to you. And he picks up the other glass and
3: begins to sip from it. Just before he begins to sip from it, I grab his and I drink both.
4: Oh. Oh, my. You are changing my mind quite a bit, Jen. Um, And he takes both glasses from you, refills them. Is Jen capable of getting drunk? I don't know. I don't think so. Awesome. Yeah, I don't think so. And he then hands one to you and he starts sipping the other one. So now that we're in my, well, it's not quite my private quarters, but it'll do. What shall we discuss?
3: I would like more information on the Leviathan. Whatever oh. you can gather. Current information. And, I think in a fair trade, I'll keep an eye on the Whispering Eye for you.
4: Oh, well, dear boy, I wouldn't worry much about the Whispering Eye. I can certainly take care of that myself. You could. however,
3: so I'm already on the inside.
4: Yes, but why the Leviathan? Why does this interest you so? I couldn't help but notice your... I don't know if you're capable of excitement, but you certainly appeared to be excited. When it was mentioned in Thorvald's office.
3: It reminds me of home.
4: Oh, it reminds you of home, does it? Well, to be fair, I mean, for the most part, the Leviathan's more of a spooky ghost tale of legend and superstition um some seafarers believe in it others don't Thorvald happens to believe there might be some truth in it but that's because he knows of a particular sailor that walked away from a situation with a bit of information regarding the Leviathan and shared it with him personally personally I think the, the poor lad was just terrified and wanted to get out of there as soon as they possibly could but uh, I mean, help me understand. What would you like to know? I mean, I'm sure even you have heard about the the superstitiousness of the ghost ship that floats and looks for easy prey and raids villages and steals babies and finds um, untoward lovers. And he's kind of like spinning around the room and acting quite drunk, you know. Of course, you do realize that that's the crux of the story, do you not, Jim? But supposedly this admiral, this captain, this great nefarious creature that sails the Leviathan was somehow betrayed by his great love. And he took that anger and he took that animosity with him out to sea. And he raided uncontested amongst the islands and coastal regions of Tal'Dorei. Um, became quite the legend around Marquette until he was found and he was hung for his crimes. Well, maybe. That's the rumor. And now his ship sails the open waters looking for lovers and gold. Sinking ships and sinking hearts, (laughs) as they say.
3: Do we have a deal or not? Any current information as it crosses your path. In return, I spy on the Whispering Eye.
4: Give me a persuasion check. With advantage, because he is quite inebriated and you are not.
3: 24.
0: Hmm.
4: Yeah, I rolled a, even with disadvantage, I rolled a 22 for insight. He kind of just stares at you for a moment. Well, you have a bit of my current information with you already, do you not? The book, the journal that I gave you back in Thorvald's. Yes. I know you've probably already spent a little bit of time researching that, but I can certainly accommodate your request. The only thing I ask is that, well, if you find or see any strange behavior amongst Omni, or if you suspect him or them of unusual behavior, you'll let me know.
3: And how would I let you know?
4: Oh, well, that little... Did I give you one of those fobs? Did I give one to you? I don't remember. You do not. He reaches in to us, to a, a messenger bag that's kind of strapped over a chair, pulls out a small leather fob with a metallic emblem on it of a mouth whispering into an ear. Yeah, and he, he gave them to, to
1: everybody. As, like a, I think... yeah, as as proof that we can wear our weapons.
4: No, and be he gave it to you. He, he handed
3: to
4: him he... them out to everyone. Hmm. No, I think he gave one to you, Omni, as recompense. And he gave one to Gatharn, I believe. Yeah. Oh. So this is the first time you're receiving one, Jen. Mm-hmm. And he hands it to you and he goes, well, I, as long as you have this fob on you, I will be able to, how they say, communicate with you, Jen.
3: Then my business here is done. And I start walking. Oh, back.
4: what a shame. Henry!
3: I, mean, I look Henry. back at the hawk. Yeah about my type.
4: And you watch as a young woman and a young man come out of side bed chambers and close the door and just disappointment
3: on the Hawks oh, face. Oh, he doesn't have leave.
2: backup hoes.
3: <laughs> of course he does.
2: <laughs> of course he does. But uh, oh, Just one last thing. What a helpful. life may be living mm. though, you know? The way that they're just <laughs> the backup after the backup. <laughs>
3: Uh, I'll just make a quick trip to the market I'll pick up uh, just enough for one meal pasta, lemon cheese, and a fine cut of fish
4: Uh, Give me investigation as you make your way over to the Marquet district
3: Yes uh, I think I have a plus 3 I do 19
4: Okay There are Quite a few food stalls still open. You manage to find everything you need. It costs you about two gold to acquire it. Perfect. Quite expensive, actually. As you begin to realize, supplies have been
3: short. Dwindling. Yeah,
4: yeah, they're dwindling quite rapidly.
3: That's fine, and I'll head back to the Whispering Eye. Okay.
4: Mede, your meandering, your walking around is proving to be interesting. But nothing particular comes across your path. Anything else you'd like to try to accomplish within the evening?
2: Oh, uh, I guess actually I should talk to Raylene if I can.
4: Okay. Um, She could potentially be on her ship. She could potentially be at the Guildmasters headquarters where she was when you guys had your conversation. Um, Give me an insight check.
2: Uh, Fifteen.
4: Fifteen. She's probably at Thorvald's office. It's only been a few, maybe two, three hours since that encounter with Thorvald and learning all the information and recovering both Jinn and Githarn from their near-death experience down at the wharf.
2: Oh, then I go there.
4: Okay. Making your way through the revels, you make your way towards the garden area of the Guildmasters, and sure enough... There she is sitting by herself in deep thought, just kind of staring at her hands, sitting on a garden kind of like bench and her small feet and her boots and her kind of garish, you know, her attire is always bright and colorful. Her hat rests next to her. Um, She's holding a familiar glass bottle. She takes a slight sip from it, looks up. (laughs) Oh, I, I'm sorry, I was... Maddy, how are you? It's good to see you.
2: Just going to ask you the same thing. What are we looking at?
4: Oh, I don't know. Just lost in thought, I guess. <laughs> her big, sharp teeth kind of brim across her lips, and she reaches down for a hat, puts it on. Well, I. it's been an interesting evening, wouldn't you say?
2: Mm-hmm. Are you heading out right now?
4: Oh, maybe. I... She seems very awkward. She's having a hard time talking to you.
2: Would you like some company?
4: <sighs> she just kind of breathes. Her whole form just kind of sinks in on itself. I think I would. Yes, please. If you wouldn't mind walking with me, that would be great. Um, For can we had our... Well, yes. Can we head back towards the wharf, if you don't mind? Mm-hmm. Good. I... She kind of is looking at her feet as the two of you kind of just begin to walk through the rebels. Her eyes moving to the side to side and watching the crowd with both disdain and concern at the same time. I, I don't know if I agree with what Thorvald is attempting to do.
2: I'm pretty sure you're not the only one. Well...
4: What are you... ready th- mm-hmm. I don't want to delve into your personal and private thoughts, but... Okay, if you do. Well, I feel like we do share a bit of an understanding. And something
2: about birds with a feather, but for us, it's teeth in a mouth uh, or something? I don't know.
4: Or, or bats of the same wing. I don't I don't really understand you it you, much I can't myself. I can do that. Can you do that? No, but my master can. Vamps of a fang?
2: Vamps of a fang. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Omni just uh, somewhere uh, out of <laughs> the yeah. I just hear Omni.
4: Metabat. bat, um, I
2: no Medibat.
4: <laughs> bat. <Medibat>. bat. <laughs> when she evolves into her final form, yes,
2: my final form is <laughs> Dracula.
4: I know we don't age like other people do. We do mature, though. You you understand this? Some correct. Well, I don't. Well, I don't mean. <sighs> You're such a. You're so much fun, Medi. You're so much fun. That's the first. Even though. Even though we're technically immortal, Mm. we still kind of age. Mm -hmm. We just age very slowly.
2: Am I going to look like an old lady for a really long time? Yes. Mm.
4: Yes, it's, it's, well, here's the thing. It's, it it, it could be affected by your lineage as much as the source that turns you and how you evolve into what you are. My normal self doesn't live very long, if you understand my meaning. Mm -hmm. I... Goblins have short lifespans.
2: Right, yeah. I think it
4: has something to do with our level of curiosity and our, well, interest in getting into situations we shouldn't get ourselves into. I can relate to that. I've taken some time to write some notes and information. She hands you a small journal. In case... We find ourselves traveling down separate paths. The Skyon's in... strong feeling that we might. Answer. Answer with you. I think so, too. She kind of looks away from you, looks down at the ground. I need to figure out this formula because, well, I'm not going to be working for Thorvald anymore. Mm. I don't believe in what he's doing, so I am going to go my own way. I'm gonna go back to smuggling, dealing with harbors, and well, selling goods, and doing what I do best gathering information and making my way in the world. I intrigue in politics and watching how it played out between you and your friends. I. It's not for me anymore. Mm. I've. can never lose my taste of blood, but lying taste equally as bad to me.
2: Doesn't it just... Can I ask you? Oh, certainly. How many of your normal lifespans have you made it through then?
4: Well, my master, I believe, turned me some 252 years ago. I have made it through maybe 50 of my normal lifespans. Mm. not really sure what I want to become when in you grow the future. Up. <laughs> yes. I, well, my first mate, I turned her some 35 years ago. Mm. There comes a time when being lonely is difficult to deal with. She kind of bumps into a couple people in the crowd and they kind of just stagger away drunk. She looks back.
2: And I hiss at them.
4: She just kind of smirks and the two give me intimidation with advantage Hell as yeah, they are yeah. very drunk. Are they or are they actually pickpocketing Raylene?
2: That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> Thank you for the advantage because the first one was a natural one, so 23.
4: 23. As you hiss in their direction, they immediately drop something on the ground and begin panic running into the streets. You watch as Raylene looks down and picks up the coin purse. Don't think I don't
2: know where to find you.
4: Huh. The successful ones always taste best. Uh, Perhaps Mm. I'll have a snack before I go to bed tonight.
2: Mm. (laughs) Something other than guitar
4: Oh, that one's not about blood, dear. I, that's just good old-fashioned old sweaty goblin sex. I mean, I know Gathon doesn't like to be called a goblin, but let's be honest, he looks like a fucking goblin.
2: My uh, appearance is going to be deceiving. Hmm. Oh, I know
4: he's orc and gnome, but and I tease him. I don't know if I'd openly tease him, you know, to the point where he gets mad and rages at me.
2: You're probably one what? of those the people that get get away with it.
4: I know. I really don't think so. Excess- especially post coitus. Um, I have a funny feeling he's he's as much as I am to me as he is to himself. I Cathan is a ship with no rudder, in my opinion,
2: mm. and
4: those are very dangerous people. Fair when I when I look at you, I see someone with purpose. And I hope that book I gave you will help you. Mm-hmm. But careful how deep down that rabbit hole you get. Try not to do it alone. Right. And
2: get handle it before Thorvald.
4: And um, having access. Carefully. Mm. Um I'm in the business of smuggling, stealing, and gathering information for a reason. I... I've done bad things. I know this. Street urchins are never missed.
1: Mm.
4: They just aren't. It's the way of the world. It's a dark world. It's not exactly perfect. But there are plenty of slums, plenty of dangerous places to go into. People who merely exist on the edge of poverty, on the edge of the streets, on the edge of places where simply people do not give a fuck about them. Mm. Those are almost always the safest meals you can take. Maybe not the tastiest, but certainly the safest.
2: Yeah. Makes sense.
4: How are you doing, Meddy?
2: Overwhelmed. I think most people are right now. It's a lot going on. A lot going on real fast. Is it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only been three, four days? Well, we were at
4: sea for a couple days. We've been here almost four days. You guys were adrift after the hurricane for quite a few days. I wasn't sure what to make of you when I saw you all on that piece of abandoned debris in the middle of the ocean. But luckily for you, I was already in the employ of Thorvald. Had I not been, I might have mistakenly uh, thought you were all a meal.
2: (laughs) We showed up looking that tasty, then.
4: Omni and Gathan, yes. I have my doubts about the validity of gin and the...
2: Just as a person or as a meal? Both. Fair enough.
4: He strikes me as quite odd. Mm. Although daytime gin is very interesting, very different than nighttime gin. I've heard of people like him. I think I had a Marquisian sailor once serving on my vessel told stories of people like Jin,
2: mm. omni and gatharin being tasty omni i'll agree with Gafar. not really my type mm.
4: a little rugged around the edges oh. oh 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 you do have an appetite don't you i do forget <laughs> as she kind of looks up at you the two of you're like walking yep. she's like oh yeah you're quite large you mm-hmm. probably require a lot more sustenance than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I cannot turn into a bat yet. My master can. He is mm-hmm. still alive in Nicodronus. He has told me that as we age, at some point, we do gain You're on good that terms. abilities. Oh yes, great terms. Um, well, the Skyons. Well, the well, the Skyons are a council that maintain well a kind of balance in the city. Uh, Not all of them are bad.
2: Why didn't you open with this? I didn't know being on good terms was physically possible.
4: Well, it depends on how you're made, dear. I suspect yours was quite violent and terrifying. Yeah. Well, not all of them do it that way, dear. I mean, are you under the impression that to be an immortal being that drinks humanoid blood... And could possibly turn and make somebody else into one of us. They are all inherently evil. Is that your thought?
2: Yeah, a little bit. I was gonna have to uh, maybe do something about you. Oh, first mate. Oh, oh. She
4: kind of le- she kind of grabs your forearm with like kind of like a gentle, kind of motherly steadying of your. Uh, she kind of like slows you down a bit and goes, Nettie. You're the last person I expected to be so. contrite in your understanding of the world, eh? I mean, it.
2: Yeah, no, I. Uh, I. Uh, past several years of my life have kind of been dedicated to getting rid of. people that make people like us. Just wholesale. Oh,
4: dear. Well, I've made one. Does that mean you're going to get rid of me?
2: I, you know, the thought crossed my mind, and then you said, yeah. I, okay.
4: Well, does Amanth seem particularly upset, or disturbed, or angry about serving with me?
2: No, but it's not like you couldn't convince him otherwise. I mean... It's been 35 asked- years you said it might,
4: you know, have Well, she asked me. She was on death's door, very ill with a disease that could not be cured, and she asked me, and I. She was a true friend, a good friend. Didn't seem to bother her at the time that she finally knew what I was. It's a lot of. I did, I did warn her. I did warn her. I. You are right. Being what we are is a dangerous game to play.
2: But the fact that anybody would ask for it is.
4: Not everybody is eager to cling on to a deathly embrace, dear. To be living beings in this world is can be intoxicating to some. The idea of living forever, for those that have not yet experienced a thousand years of loneliness, mm. could be quite interesting to them. I, on the other hand made her what she is because she was a friend, and I was tired of being alone.
2: That not that all tracks, but it's still just a lot of information. Um interesting.
4: Well, we seem to have made it to the wharf. This is my stop. Um Medi mm. Mhm. In case we don't see each other again. Mm. It has been an absolute pleasure. Oh, oh also in that book I gave you the final recipe for some reason Thorvald's shared it with me
2: oh okay
4: there is a particularly unusual ingredient in there that I have not yet been able to find it's called a blood root um if you see it or come across it buy as much as you can
2: well all right keep an eye out
4: well it's been a pleasure I hope you and your friends find your way Mine is somewhere else. I don't know what Thorvald has in store for this world, but I won't be a part of it. I wish you luck on your journey, finding what you are seeking. But me and mine are leaving tonight.
2: Oh. Okay.
4: Say goodbye to the others for me, if you would. Um, Give Githarn a gentle pat on the ass... And say, mm. that's from Raelene. I, I know he's not your type, but he'll understand when you do it. All right. But do be gentle. I don't think he's aware of the tattoo that I put there yet. And <clears throat> she just quickly runs up the gangway and waves at you and makes her way onto the main deck. The sails are being unfurled. You can hear her voice. Down with Why are we not? And you just hear her just going at the crew at this point <clears throat> as they're beginning to make the ship ready. For a nighttime exit.
2: Just head back.
4: Wow. It's On cool. your way back, surprisingly, you run into Jin along the wharf pier as he is heading his way back as well. And the two of you meet nearly not quite bumping into each other, but the timing seems perfect.
2: So how did it go? I have no idea Mm -hmm. where you went. I'm just just curious.
3: Can you eat things that are not uh, living?
2: Can. Follow me. I do so.
3: I go into the kitchen on the whispering eye.
4: Omni, from your position studying and managing things in the captain's quarter, you can hear Maddie and Jin doing something in the lower deck kitchen at this point. They're talking and sounds like Jin is cooking.
1: Did um, anything, uh, I was studying the compass, has it revealed anything as far as what it does? Not so just an, no. a disembodied voice and thunder clouds and laughter. That's that's just it so far. Cool. So far. Typical yeah. cursed item bullshit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only other thing that I was going to look over and spend time on here was the necklace that Thorvald gave that said, um, "If I w- used it, it would help me find the sisters." Um, yeah, you spend the evening,
4: the you actually spend the evening attuning to it. He said it would age you. It wasn't okay. specifically designed for that, but he has given you a necklace of scry. Gotcha. Okay. Wonderful. It requires attunement. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to have
1: to get rid of one of my things cuz the compass is one, the ring of advantage and the ring of fly. Um So I'll have to figure that out. Um, does, uh, in setting the, the whispering ear brooch thing,
4: would I... It's a fob. fob? It's just a little leather fob with the metal token on it of the mouth whispering to a metal ear. Would
1: I know that that's enchanted? Or is this one just for me to carry the weapons around? Do you have any spells or abilities to detect enchantments? I have, I think I have Detect Magic. Um,
4: yeah, I have Detect Magic. It's definitely enchanted. You would have expended um, that spell slot to be able to yeah. determine that.
1: And is, so with it, you could tell what kind of spell it, or what kind of magic it is, right? It's enchantment. Oh, it, it's just in, that's the type. Cool. Yep. Um,. While I have that up. It's good for ten minutes. Uh, we'll just walk around the ship and see what other types of things I see, if there are any types of wards or spells that have been cast on the ship or anybody else's belongings. Give me investigation check. Okay. Fifteen.
4: Fifteen. None that you can see? I mean, you spend a good hour or two before heading back down into your quarters to kind of you know finish off your evening um, everything appears to be okay as far as you can tell it's just the steady sound of a crew busy on deck things happening around you you can hear Jin and Medi cooking in the kitchen and
1: um, is Gatharn still asleep or did he did he go to sleep or Looking, woken up?
4: Well, I mean, the only person that would have known that was Clark. I mean, at this point, every time you've looked down the center of the uh, communal deck where all the hanging hammocks are for the crew, um, and then the handful of beds that can be used, not very many, more like cots than anything else, which they tend to use when you're at harbor because or at wharf because you don't have to worry about the ship moving quite as much. Um, just a very... Tiny little Catharne, blissfully sleeping away. Um, I was
1: going to talk to Reline, but if she's leaving, probably wouldn't get there in time. Um, I'll ask Gatharn, I'll go and wake him up and just ask him. Um, Catharne, Tap 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 tap. Are you asleep?
0: Yes. <laughs> cool. This right. is a dream.
4: <laughs> awesome. No, so, it's more of a nightmare. In in your lucid
1: dream, do you recall what was in your backpack that you lost when the ship exploded? We'd like to replace it because you were trying to save us, after all.
0: There's just some potions of healing.
1: Couldn't just wait till morning. I got a fight. Trying to get as much done. In as much time as possible.
0: There's potions. I got plenty. I already cleared her out of the stuff. <laughs> okay.
1: okay. <laughs> just wanted you to feel more part of the game, Brandon. Jesus. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: You've been really quiet this episode. I just was trying to involve
4: you. He's been playing for 15 years. He knows what's going on. He ain't All no fool. Right. Um...
1: Okay, well then, I'll uh, go and I guess just check in with Medi and uh, and Jin and mention I'm thinking about uh, taking a walk to Raylene's real quick. Um About that. Hmm?
2: She might or might not have already taken off.
1: Thorvald send her on a mission?
2: Uh no.
1: So she just is is leaving. She left. Is has left.
2: She was ahead in that way when I left her. She may or may not have actually made it out yet.
1: I guess it doesn't matter that much then. Alright, well what are you guys up to? What are you doing?
2: Well, Jim was trying to show me how to make the stew, but he's not doing a great job of it.
3: It's not a stew.
1: That looks like fettuccine alfredo with salmon and lemon. How did you get those ingredients? It's
3: actually a Jin. lemon cream pasta with uh, salmon.
1: You you made this?
3: Yeah, and as uh, he's saying, you made this, I just get that last nice squeeze over the pasta, and I hand it over to Mehdi in the cast iron pan with the fork in it.
4: Uh, give me a uh, perfor- give me a performance check, Jen, with advantage because you are using good ingredients. Twenty
3: six.
4: It's about the best dish you've ever made, and that's quite a bit for you because you don't even need food.
3: I have the the towel over the shoulder, and I start wa- wash, wiping my hands off. The sleeves does, are rolled up.
1: Does. Am Jin, D- does does he know how to do this as well?
3: I don't know who you're talking about.
4: You watch as Clark's face pokes um, <laughs> um, um, Is somebody cooking? I didn't realize that we had a cook yet. I, it smells really really good. Is there enough for the crew? No. Jin, you're kind of looking. See, there's this small queue of people outside, kind of, kind of doing this. As, as the drunken hunger begins to set in, are you are you sure that looks like a big fry pan of? It's what, not. Could, could, could I? No. 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 Oh. Right, okay. I'll let her. Sorry, guys. No. No. There's no food. That's not food. We're smelling. No. Um I don't. I don't know what it is. I. The I, captain
3: just farted. Clark's like, ugh,
4: dips his head out. You could hear the crew kind of like. Disappointed, making the way back up on deck. Uh, I will back start up cutting
3: up uh, the potatoes and start making a basic <laughs> stew.
4: <laughs>
1: Jen, you might have to teach. Uh, Pull out the big giant. Whoever ends, ends up becoming a cook,
3: <laughs>
4: put it on there. That recipe—it smells uh, smells really good.
3: I don't do it. For late the rest. evening is.
4: Late, late evening is beginning to take over. Food is being cooked, and this is just kind of like. Most of you, for, oddly enough for the three of you, sleep is not something that you have to have. Um, you can't help but notice that Jen is quite happy with being awake. Um, the three of you are in the kitchen, kind of just awkwardly talking and spending the last of the evening together.
3: As the stew's finishing up, I give a little whistle. Food's ready, you degenerates.
4: Oh, good. There's Gromit. He grabs the big pot, starts waddling out onto the center deck and makes his way. Hey, guys, there's food. And you can hear just hands going into the pot and scooping it out with fingers and just just eating it and drinking. And they're happy. They're definitely happy.
3: There's there's bowls that I set right next to them. <laughs> <laughs>
4: They're still stacked there. Spoons right next to them. I'll go and grab a, a bowl.
1: Grab a spoon. And we'll I slapped his
3: hand. It's <laughs> not for you.
1: Take up the ladle and I scoop. I
3: smack that shit out of his hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you go to hit it? Yeah. I will go to parry and bop
4: you on the head with the ladle. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you give me dex checks. Just good old fashioned dex checks. Uh, dex checks. It's a dex let's off. Who, dex off. Uh, let's dex see on, who could be off. the faster of the two assholes. 18.
3: That sounds like an 18. initiative check, though. You know? <laughs> Should we just roll an initiative check?
4: Why? Because you have like plus
1: 14 to initiative? Mm. Yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, 15. 15. Yeah.
4: I mean, you go to smack his hand, you watch as they retract their hand and then they bop you right on the forehead and begin to ladle food into the bowl. Look, I know it's just a basic
1: stew, but it it smells good. All right. I know you're mad about the demotion in your eyes, but you're just going to have to fortify up. we have a lot of shit that we I'm just like, extra scoops like yeah, not even paying attention <laughs> to how many scoops. We all have to do shit that we don't necessarily want to do As the captain's scooping right it
3: now. in, Jin just has like a sinister smile on his face. Go ahead, eat then. Going to. Go ahead.
1: It smells delicious. Enjoy it. We will. Thank you. I'm pleased. So are we. Are we just complimenting each other now aggressively? What's going on? <laughs> Is this what flirting looks like? No.
3: <laughs> no, Maddie, Flirting is what when Clark barged in and what you were what you were doing. What? I don't know. Oh, well, there's your food. You guys enjoy. <laughs> I go scoop out a bowl, and uh, I get a spoon. I go down below decks, and I lay it next to the bar. You are below barn. deck. Oh, then I go even further, or out wherever Gatharn is asleep, yeah. and okay, just get a little bit of the soupy bits and as he's snoring, just... <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna
1: drown him?
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your passive perception again, Gatharn?
0: You're is, gonna wake up full...
4: Passed
0: perception
4: is 14. 14?
3: Damn, that's pretty good. Uh,
4: give me give me a sleight of hand, Jin.
3: Oh, I'm not trying to be slick with it. I'm just trying to feed him.
4: But, uh, I understand. But Give me sleight of hand. I didn't say stealth. I said sleight of hand. It's a different... Uh,
3: 26.
4: 26, yeah. Every time he like rolls and moves and his mouth is slightly open, you dribble a little bit of soup in it. And... Completely unconsciously, he swallows it. And any
3: chunks you of potato, <laughs> I'll I'll put it in my mouth and I'll mastic. It, I'll chew. Jeez. It, you know.
4: Jeez. <laughs> Are you baby bird feeding a sleeping Gatharn before fight night? That that's mm-hmm. that is perfect. I'll say Amazing. since you don't necessarily sleep, you do that until the food's gone, and you watch as Gatharn rolls Very over patient. onto his side, and yeah. Does it had him on it the head well. lovingly.
3: Yeah. I won't see your fight tomorrow, but I hope you do well.
4: He seems quite content. So is there anything else that anybody wants to do this evening before we start the fifth day of the Rebels?
3: Nope.
4: Okay. So everyone go ahead and mark off your long rest for any purposes that you need to take a long rest. One by one, you wake up to the smell of breakfast kind of permeating throughout the interior of the ship. As the twins are up and cooking, they have created a table of just casual fare for you to pull from and eat if you choose to. Um, Most of the crew is hung over quite heavily and kind of holding on to their heads and leaning over, partially eaten plates of food. Are they actually
1: twins or just sisters? Sisters. Okay.
4: Because I was getting them
1: confused with the triplets.
4: No, I I, I call uh, Teresa and Colin the twins whenever they play in my games. And it just popped into my head. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah. No, they're just, the sisters are cooking this morning. Well, don't you lot look peaked. Amanda kind of looks over. Clark, shut up! You always talk so loud in the morning. She just kind of smirks and puts a plate of oatmeal in front of him. Well, today is fight day. If you plan on fighting. Uh, You guys watch as a very awake and happy Gatharn comes wandering out of his cot space and into this communal kind of eating space. Stone cold sober. Coming off an extended rest, he looks quite happy.
0: Um, I've already taken off my ring of protection. and took off the necklace yep. of Blink. Um, I'm only wearing just a standard kilt. Okay. I took off my fetish necklace. So, yeah, all I'm wearing is a kilt. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> and there to just emblaze in the day is the shiny happy gin.
3: Oh, miss, Mr. Catharn, you have little little schmutz on the <laughs> right there. Just it's like dribbled on the, the corners of your mouth. Just, there you go. What is that?
0: Tastes like soup.
3: Okay. Which is a uh,
0: pleasant surprise. Usually it tastes like vomit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, as first mate, I order you to fill up before you go out to fight. Oh, here comes an awkward
4: conversation. <laughs> well, go on, Mr. Catharn.
0: The,
3: the sisters made plenty of food for you.
0: I'm gonna eat, but you should talk to the captain.
3: Well, he's not up yet, and as soon as I am the most senior officer awake, uh,
0: you watch
4: as ahead, Ami comes walking out of the captain's quarters.
3: Captain. Ah shit!
0: First <laughs> mate Jin here was just saying that I should eat up for my fight.
3: Mm-hmm. He's a growing boy, and he needs his his friends. Is there's one of them where's uh, the two green friends Jin. little green friends
1: Jin, can you uh Jin come gets into... on all fours Jin, come into away. my quarters <laughs> Co- come oh. into the captain's quarters okay <clears throat> close the door and have the annoying painful conversation um so, the Omni you thought was with you, mm-hmm, the last mm-hmm. day was one of the sisters posing as us, and um, you missed a lot. You missed a lot because at a certain well, it sounds time, like
3: you missed a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's true. Almost died. Mm-hmm. But oh. fortunately, you Obviously and still here. Oh, and Medi well. saved us.
3: Medi, uh-huh.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Medi did most of the slaying.
3: Well, I'm Quite not a... surprised that she also does a lot of the slaying when we're on board. Too, the fact so.
1: was, you were there as well, so was Gatharn. It was a group effort, but we're mm-hmm. just letting... You missed it all. You weren't there for it. No, Another version of sure. you was... Mm-hmm.
3: Don't be silly, Captain. There's only one gin. Shut I'm up. an original. Oh.
1: Just take our word for it. You don't remember anything that happens at night, do you? You don't even think there is a night. You don't know what the moon is. We had this conversation with you the <laughs> other day.
3: No, I don't know what the night is because I'm asleep at night. Yeah, regular people go to bed at night, and then you okay. go. that's that's and not. And then you wake up, and it's the daytime. <laughs> nope. No, nope. and you're fine, and it's you feel rejuvenated, different.
1: and what? completely different. Completely different mean, for you.
3: Everybody goes to bed at night, Captain. Are you trying to pull a fast one up? Did Medi put you up to this?
4: <laughs> You're in the captain's quarters. You don't see Medi anywhere.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Is she around here somewhere? Is she invisible? I I'll start kicking up, around the I'll cabin. I pull up
4: uh, uh, a
1: handheld <laughs> mirror and just hold it up to him. And just, what do you see when you look at this?
3: Are you looking at it too?
1: No, I'm, I'm pointing no. it towards you. I'm asking you.
3: Okay. So, who you is see, Jin? You see Am Jin's face, but as I'm looking into the mirror, it's a completely different expression on the mirror.
1: So, who is it that you see? Who I are see myself. you? Yeah.
3: Hmm. Do you ever take a peek at the mirror?
1: Maybe in a question or two. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but when you see yourself. Hmm. Hmm. Do you see a bright, bubbly, happy-go-lucky, skippy-doo, singing lemons and limes throughout the day?
3: Yeah, he's right there. I wave at the
1: mirror. I I, I peek around the corner and look back at it.
3: The the image in the mirror kind of just... Jin hasn't moved, but it looks over at you. Stern expression.
1: So Mehdi's first mate.
3: Well, no. She could be second mate. I'm first mate.
1: But that title was given to you by somebody who wasn't the captain. It was an imposter. And the people that you hired, some of them unfortunately had to leave.
3: Okay. <laughs> Can I leave now? Like kicking up puppy.
4: <laughs> no I can't get up, puppy.
1: <laughs>
3: I, I would like to leave.
1: Jin, this doesn't... You still have I'm, value I'm, and we still going need to, to be leave part now. of the ship. And okay. Jin
3: kind of just backs up towards the door and opens it up. It's like, okay. And he just walks out.
1: Alright. Great. 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 This is, this is, this is part of it. This is part of captaincy, I guess.
4: (sighs) Medi and Githarn you watch as a very despondent djinn exits Omni's quarters.
0: Ketharn has nothing nice to say, so he just eats.
4: He's <laughs> just shoveling food into your mouth.
1: <laughs> um, we'd like to go and place some bets and also potentially sign up for the fights, if that's still okay. happening. Um, we also need to try and find a cleric to hire, and uh, if Keth ends up coming to the ship today... Um, because we know that Gathorn had given them that invite um, we'll want to talk to them and uh, we have to go and tell Thorvald what our decision is but you, primarily you, we want to get to the fights because we so want to get to the fights <laughs>
4: <laughs> the change of mood out amongst the rebels is distinct, it's different other than the hungover crowds moving about like they normally do in the morning of the Rebels, there are many excited groups, knots of people collecting together, exchanging side bets. You watch as crowds of people are escorting their chosen fighters through the roads and through the alleyways. and There's like kind of MMA style trolling going on the whole time. Watches a real large bugbear goes over and shoves an elf, and the two of them pretend like they're about to get into a fight. And all the crowds like pull them apart. Save it, save it for the match, save it for the match. They kind of bark and yell at each other and pushing the crowd deeper and deeper towards the outer ward. As the four of you kind of follow this crowd into the revels, a genuine interest in the betting tables. Making your way into the Outer Ward and seeing where all these great, like, fighting pits have been assembled, made of scaffolding and rope and everything. There's just massive crowds of people. you can see in the very center of this, a great kind of, like, dais A wooden kind of platform has been built. And on it, you watch as Thorvald is standing there. Well, it's everybody's favorite day the fights. In two days, the revels will be concluded. And you see that he's kind of got something held up to his throat as he's booming this out across everybody. Everybody kind of, shh, shh, kind of and turn to look to see um, what Thorvald has to say. As all of you know, some of our captains have left early. Some of you have been experiencing a sense of dread confusion you've allowed these silly rumors to affect you i can assure you everything is perfectly fine there's nothing at all to worry about enjoy the fights place your bets if you think last year's revels were amazing this one's is by far the most amazing want to call the first fight myself if you don't mind. He watches Thorvald reaches into like a leather bag then reaches into another leather bag. First up, Morkum, where are you, big heifer? He watches the massive minotaur crawls into one of the fight pits <laughs> right here, boss. Right here. And you pulls another tab. <laughs> this should be really good. This is going to be a fun one. Githarn, you here, mate? Yep. Everybody watches this small form of kind of like solidly built Gnorc. Kind of makes his way under the bottom rope by just kind of lifting the bottom rope and easily walks underneath it. For Jin and Medi and Omni, give me perception check as this is kind of playing out. Watches this huge Minotaur standing there. This, hu- this little tiny form of Cetharn entering the ring. The two square off, as Thorvald begins to. So, martial rules: no magic, no help, straight up fight. First man down and can't get back up. Excuse me. First person down and can't get back up loses last person standing wins. Now, place your bets before we start the match.
0: And you watch if as the, the tables skil- strips out of his kilt.
4: Okay. You watch as the tables begin to bustle with bets being exchanged. People rushing towards um, and all betting on Morkum at this point. And you just watch as coin purses are being piled over. There's a small queue of people. Um, Clark is over there as well. Um, Almost the entire crew is over there betting on Githarn at this point. There's one particular orc over there um, that you thought for sure would have been on Raylene's ship, but he was not, as you see Labash by himself, kind of betting at one of the tables, um, kind of muttering to himself about a sure thing. And, you know, for you, Githarn, standing there, sizing up this opponent, Give me a perception check, really quick. Uh, Jin, Medi, and Omni, what did uh, you get for your perception checks?
2: Nah. Okay,
4: twenty-one. Okay.
3: Jin's just staring at his boots. He got a five.
4: Okay. Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. There is a series of tribal tattoos on this minotaur that you do not recognize whatsoever, Githarn. but clearly. He is part of a clan, a family, a unit of some kind. the 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 nature of the tattoos don't make much sense to you, but you do recognize a series of winners' marks on his one arm, from his bicep down to his elbow. He's fought in the rebels and in the pit fights multiple times. You can see the two or three dozen kind of like striations on his bicep that tells you that he has won many times. He just, he stands in front of you, his big, massive arms crossed. You gotta be kidding me. I, really? Just looks at you. You could back out now. There'd be no harm if you decided to back out. Gatherwood,
0: I wouldn't be able to fight.
4: Ah, oh, aren't you a spry young thing? <laughs> for a second there, I thought maybe you were a goblin, but that couldn't be possible, right? Nope, not a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Rolls,
1: damn it.
0: As a sixteen, so yeah, I'm good. Oh shit! Okay.
4: Oh, thought for sure that would work. Rumor has it you've got quite a temper. <laughs> well. Let's get this show on the road. You watch as he rears back with his massive hand coming directly at you. Uh, roll for initiative, please. Yeah. So we've 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 placed bets. Yeah, I'll say you guys can place these bets as this goes on. Twenty-one. Okay. Let's uh, get a little combat music going here. Oh shoot. It got serious.
1: Wait a second, if we're getting there, then we need to Yeah.
2: Yeah, it did get serious. There's been a helicopter flying over for the past like half hour and now a bunch of sirens just lit up, so like I wanna.
3: Look so at that, that size difference. He's flying. Oh my god. Holy crap.
4: And he comes rushing in at you, Gatharm. What did you get for your initiative? 21. 21. The massive fist coming directly at your face. Uh, That is a 26 to hit. Yep. Take 8 points of bludgeoning damage. Shrrak! It's a crack shoe right in the face. Staggering you back a few feet as the two of you are now toe-to-toe to toe. well hoof-to-mouth um yeah <laughs> might be a little bit too big I'm gonna there we okay, go okay <laughs> okay that's that's a little bit I, I, was, I was having a little fun with it because it was pretty funny <laughs> that's
1: dope I'm loving Tailspire for these uh these battles and imagery it helps a lot
3: yeah, I can't wait for them to integrate with Hero Forge, and then we can make our own little custom minis and just send it in to Jason.
4: Right? Oh, yeah. That's that's going to be awesome. I agree. So with that, you guys watch as these two these two forms just clash toe-to-toe. The first throw to the Minotaurs it slams Gatharin in the jaw, pushing him slightly back a few feet. Gatharin, what would you like to do? Uh, attack. Okay.
0: Alright, Show. Yeah, I'm just going to step in. How big is he? He's roughly 10 feet tall. So large? He is large. Cool. I'm getting right between his legs.
3: At least Giggity. make me dinner first.
0: Uh, That's not Catharn's
4: style, I can assure you.
3: I was talking to Brandon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 So I'll get between his legs and then I'm going to kneecap him. Okay. Give me a roll. Both attacks are crits. Two natural 20s. What? Two natural 20s for both attacks.
3: Grab his beacon. it. And
0: twist hell. It. I, I Jason, did, it. Jason, did you want us to tell you, you what the amount that we had bet on Gatharn? Can, can, can you see sure. that? I'm not sure. If you guys could see that, because I got the fucking weird camera off my laptop. But, yeah. <laughs> Two natural 20s on my
1: Jason, first you attack. can literally go up into the other room and see.
0: I know, right? Something.
1: Um, to- <laughs> yeah, I mean, feel free. Absolutely. Uh, so, I'm I'm sticking to that original statement of a thousand platinum
4: on Gatharn. Okay. Uh, as you make that bet at the table, I'm sorry, so we... We have a maximum to our bets. I can accept a hundred, Platinum.
1: I show them the brooch of the whispering ear and persuade them to accept any offer and bet that I put on the table.
4: Give me persuasion with advantage.
3: Give me those two nat ones.
4: Oh,
1: yeah. No, uh, we're looking at 26. Okay.
4: Oh, well, in that case, most certainly takes your 1,000 platinum bet.
0: All right, so I'm just going to go ahead and double the dice.
3: You're about to be a millionaire in gold, man.
0: So for the first hit, uh, that is 12 damage. Okay. And the second hit is 10 damage for a total of 22. Just watch as a small form of Gatharm
4: <laughs> just brings his knee up, pivots off the ankle of the minotaur, and just brings the knee just straight up into the exposed uh, genitalia of the minotaur, which quite large and quite easy to find. And the just, uh, uh, mother Motherfucker! Uh, grapple! <laughs> yeah, bitch! Twice. Too bad that's that's an action. You watch as he looks down. I got a tavern
0: brawler. It's not an action. Oh, yeah, that's right. As long as I make a successful hit, I can grapple.
4: You guys watch as Bitharn is now
0: hanging on (laughs) to the scrotum of the Minotaur. The
4: crowd is just roaring around. The Minotaur looks down to see you. And he just brings an open palm down on the top of your head. And while he does that, you just watch as his eyes just go into a distinct rage as he begins to bring his open palm down towards you. You got that damage on him before he was in a rage. Give so me an ath- Give me an athletics check, please. Uh, that is 24. I rolled a 32. You watch as the Minotaur grabs you by the top of your head and flings you across the ring. Uh, Give me deck save, please. Okay. That is 19 plus 4.
0: 23. 23. You land under your feet as he
4: breaks your grapple, and then he charges into you running directly into you with both his hands in front and his one good horn down, and he slams into you. Uh, Give me a strength save, please.
1: That's not considered a weapon?
4: Uh, 21. 21? Bam. No. You manage to take the brunt of the effect as you take half of 21 points of bludgeoning damage. So take only 10 points of bludgeoning damage as he slams into your midriff. And you kind of grapple on to his head and hold him as the two of you are now engaged once again.
0: Okay. You just see Gatharn laughing with glee. I'm going to <laughs> just for shits and giggles, because now he's basically crouched down at my like like we're like eye level. Yeah, he's right? like he's like down at you like that, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna punch him in the eye. <laughs> Roll. Alright, so first hit was 17 plus 7, I think. So 24 will hit. Yeah, so 24. Let me go to attacks. Yeah. So that was the first one. And then the second one. It's another crit.
4: He must be using those uh, fucking metal dice.
0: No, I'm using my old freaking green (laughs) dice I've had for like 20 years. (laughs) As always, times two or twice the dice. So the first hit will just be for... uh, It's for eight damage. Okay. And then the second hit, the crit, will be for 12 damage. Okay. As the two of you
4: are now embraced with each other. You watch as but one knee comes up at your shoulder. You get the feeling he's being reckless with this round. Okay. Uh, 28 for the first knee. And then 29 for the second knee. Slam, slam! Uh, For a total of 24 points of bludgeoning damage.
0: okay All And this right.
4: time with his and this time with his bonus action you watch as he goes to try to grab you and grapple onto you. Uh, go ahead and give me an athletics check please. Uh, that is 24 24 you easily slip out of the grasp as he too tries to use tavern brawler on you but he doesn't seem,
0: quite as good at it as you are. Okay. So now I get advantage for both my attacks. Yep. First attack. Uh, 23. 23 will just barely hit. And then the second attack. Another 23. Yep, both will hit. Go ahead and give me damage. 15 damage. 15 points of damage.
4: You watch as he takes your strikes. He, You can see a little trickle of blood coming out of the minotaur corner of his mouth. He's just, well, if I would have known, I would have been put up against a scrapper like you. And you just watch as he brings an elbow down towards the top of your head while trying to give you a sidekick at the same time. He's being reckless. That's an 18 barely hits and a 17 you watch as the elbow manages to connect with your sternum as he brings it down into you for eight points of bludgeoning damage okay the two of you now kind of turning and moving directly in front of each other
0: all right two attacks uh 24 for the first one. That'll hit. Second one is another 24. That'll hit as well. Give me your damage. Uh let's see 5 and 8 is 13 damage. 13 damage.
4: You're just you're focusing on the calves, the legs. A a quick right hook to the exposed scrotum as you Feel your fist just sink in to the loose meat and you just grab, motherfucker, and he like kicks out at you Um, for 19. Taking six points of bludgeoning damage from the kind of like half kick. And then you watch as a left cross comes across into your chest. For a 14, and you (laughs) you kind of dodge out of the way, it slams into the ground. The two of you go back to kind of like circling each other.
0: All right. Uh, This wasn't reckless this time, right? That was not reckless, no. All right. So first attack. uh, 25. Second attack. Or 17.
4: 17 will miss, 25 will hit. Your first kick, missing his shin, but you left hook up into his midriff yet again. Seven damage. Okay.
2: You motherfucker.
4: And it just brings both hands straight down on top of your head. And slam! You watch as the planks blister and crack as you kind of move out of the direction at the last moment, and then you watch as an elbow comes sweeping towards your chin. You duck underneath it. You watch as the elbow... I just did two really crappy rolls in a row. And you're just now you're circling with him again, kind of, there's a little bit of tiredness in his steps, his muscles kind of, not quite as... Like, he just... He seems more wary of you at this point.
0: Okay. Another two attacks. Okay. First one is, ooh, no, 22. Uh, 22 will miss. As you
4: watch, as your skin sinks into his muscle stomach and just rebounds
0: out. And then the second one is
4: 26. 26 will hit for six damage. Two of you square off yet again. You watch after you pull back that second punch, your watch is this huge minotaur knee Shook! comes crashing in your frontal direction for 24 for eight points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And then the hoof comes out, tries to slam down into your shin, and sh- literally almost trying to step on you and slams into the floor next to you as you. Dodge out of the way. Okay.
0: All right. Two attacks. Oh, well, that one's going to miss. That was a one. So it's an eight to hit. An
4: eight. Yeah, that'll miss, definitely.
0: And then, uh, yeah, second one misses as well. Okay. Taking
4: advantage. Yeah, taking advantage of (laughs) getting tired, little goblin. And you watch as this fish just comes flying directly at your face. Made it. Uh, 22, that'll hit, I believe. Yep. And then another pile driver of a fist. Uh, 29, as you take a total of 18 points of bludgeoning damage.
1: How's he looking? Oh, Gathorn is on the finishing <laughs> legs.
0: Oh no. no. I've got about a quarter health left.
4: Jeez. The two of them are now circling each other, focused. Knuckles are cracking, blood is dripping from the Minotaur's mouth. There's, There's bruises no way of taking that showing axe up out of his hand. Well, he's not he doesn't have the axe, but no, I don't
0: I can't just. Just
1: saying
4: he should be disqualified. <laughs>
0: All right, so 27 for the first hit, or 26. Yeah, 26 for the first hit. That'll hit. The second hit is... uh, No, that's only going to be a 19 to hit.
4: Yep, that one will miss. For 8 damage. You just punch him, like, right in the (laughs) gonads. God, why are you so fucking short? Fuck! and he just bellows at you as he recklessly brings down two more hammer fist blows on top of you that would be a natural one and a two you watch as the first blow slams into the ground you watch as plank and board go splintering off to the side of you the second one, same exact thing the board stand still you little fucker Stand still! And Mason, he's what just, bad
1: thing happens to him on his nat 1s? Because I feel like bad things happen he, to us on ours. But he's
4: he's reckless. Ah! He's yeah. reckless. So he's rolling with advantage. So he can't roll a nat 1 right now unless he rolls double nat 1s. And this minotaur just uh, slamming in. God damn fucking it. hold still. The crowd is just just roaring they've never seen a fight last this long with morcom and they're just new bets are being thrown onto the table you watch as people are pounding on the pay on the on the ground and like even the table keepers are like looking beyond and just watching this fight even Thorvald's just kind of like hands on hips just watching this play out okay
1: I'd like to whisper to Mehdi.
0: Two attacks. If we were to
1: make a move to try and get the flag, do you think now would be the time?
4: Uh, 23. Uh, 23 will just miss. Okay. And 24. 24 will just hit. Your first punch right into his sternum. Uh, Clumsily moves out of the way, but then you use that as an opportunity to bring your knee up into a scrotum sack yet again.
0: Seven damage. Seven damage.
4: (laughs) fuck you. And he just staggers under that strike. His whole, like, groin area is now swollen. There's even a small trickle of blood kind of coursing down the inside of his leg as he's beginning to drag his hoof Slightly behind him you just you just watch as he like suddenly his whole body just like explodes with a little bit more size and energy as the action surges directly into you you watch as four hammer blows in reckless succession coming down on top of you that is a 17 miss. That is a 23. That'll hit. That is a 14. Miss. And a dirty 20. That'll hit. You take 19 points of bludgeoning damage. It's these series of hammer blows are coming down on top of you. You hear your shoulder and clavicle crack under the massive pounding that you're taking. And you stagger. He kind of staggers back from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a Gatharn chant going. Gatharn
1: Gatharn Gatharn Trying to get everybody in the audience to potentially me, uh, like take some wind out of this dude's uh, sails a little bit. Give me, give me, uh, give me persuasion
0: check. All right, two more attacks. Oh yeah. Uh, Twenty-four, and with advantage because he is reckless. Yeah, so 24 was the first attack. That'll hit. Second one. Uh, 18 plus seven, 25. 25, that'll hit as well. Give me your damage.
4: All right. 23 persuasion.
2: And from next to Omni, Betty has disappeared. Okay.
1: Uh, 12 damage total. Know. Oh, and uh, Omni would have given you the Ring of Advantage
4: last night because of the attuning the time. Fair enough. You guys, watch as the minotaur staggers, and there's this, like, rupturing sound, and this oozing liquid, and something large and meaty falls to the ground as the scrotum is ripped open, and one of the balls just come out on the ground. boy, no stars. I yell out. <laughs> That's gonna
1: look great on your necklace!
4: <laughs> I don't He's think it'll just, fit on my necklace. The minotaur, the minotaur is just staggering and looking at it. You son of a bitch! I'm gonna fucking kill you, you motherfucker! And he just like he picks it up and he uses it as a tool and rams it like right into your face. Uh, twenty-one that'll hit, and the second one is a nineteen that'll hit he just takes the meaty remnants of his own ball and starts hammering it on top of your head as he's like, you can feel a bone come sticking out of your shoulder as you take 12 points of bludgeoning damage from this meaty ball just, boom, boom, coming
0: down on you. For a second, the guitar is like, that count as a weapon? <laughs> well, you gave it to me, you son of a bitch! Pretty just smacking you over the head with it. Uh, I'm going. Boy, hey, that's it. a weapon. It, it's it's still a pretty much attached to him, right? Yeah, there's a tendril of meat, kind of like. You know, coming out from between his
4: legs, oh. just skin and scrotum, and just oh. a growing pool Sins. of blood.
3: I'm all, I'm all. Red card! Red
1: card! I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> exactly. Red card! <laughs> <right>
3: there. Was,
0: <laughs> did he attack reckless or was it regular?
3: It was regular. Try right okay. okay,
0: it up.
1: It. <laughs> <laughs> a
3: nice Chianti. Mm.
1: Wait, wait. Does does that's Am Jim 14. cook?
0: Second hit.
3: AM Jin's pissed at you, so don't, don't fucking talk to me right now, okay?
0: <laughs> Second hit is 27. 26. That'll 26. hit. 26. What was your and first one? Uh, it was just 14. Okay, that one will miss. Yeah. So for five damage, and then I'm going to grapple on that tendril that's still freaking hanging from his freaking nut to his leg. Okay. That's got to be the nerve, right? That's just... That's <laughs> the nerve.
1: Or, is, or... Would that technically be the vas deferens? Is that what's stangling there? And, and
0: I'm it? just going to grip onto it, like, super Welcome tight. Welcome
3: your vasectomy, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and as a reaction, he just... Oh, oh,
4: oh, and he kind of, like, staggers backwards, kind of dragging you with him as he drags you through the pool of blood, and you're just holding on to that last... Vestige and tendril of connective tissue, and he staggers and spins you around as he's trying to like elbow down into you and kick you away from him. So he's trying to break the grapple, yeah. He's gonna spit, yeah. He's trying to break it. So that's a 23
0: for uh, athletics or to hit athletics. Okay, mine is a 24. 24. You manage to hang
4: on. You're now swinging like rope teeth, style baby. around. And at the last minute, Ba-da-da. you hear a, like a tendon snap. And you watch as he just collapses onto his knees. And then he falls onto the ground. Prone. He turns over onto his stomach And then suddenly just, I will not lose to this motherfucker. I only need one ball to make this work. And he immediately gets up. And then you recognize he's got the same ability that you do as an orc. He's clearly down to one hit point. He stands (laughs) on his hooves, turns towards you, puts his head down and then begins to charge directly into you like he did previously.
2: Deck save.
4: Strength save.
3: Oh. Make it your little goblin.
0: That's a 24.
4: 24, that'll save. You take half of 22 points of bludgeoning damage.
0: Take 11 points. All right. I am at one hit point because I'm doing the same thing he just did. You you guys
4: watch as Gathar just splays out onto the fighting surface, seemingly unconscious. And then suddenly (laughs) he's back on his feet, looks at the Minotaur. Crowd goes wild. Charges in. The crowd is so loud that, Medi, as you're making your way, I'm assuming towards the headquarters...
2: Uh, there are just
4: crowds of people surging past your invisible form. You could hear the fight off in the distance, the raucous nature of the yelling and the screaming just causing everyone to be pulled in. You even watch as a patrol of Thorvald's guards kind of, I ain't missing this, and they just go tearing away. And you watch as the garden space and entry point into the magistrate's headquarters is now mostly empty. Give me a stealth check really quick. With advantage.
1: (laughs) With advantage? (laughs) The look on her face, that was great. With (laughs) double advantage? I don't
2: think I'm going to get
4: double advantage. Um, (laughs) Doesn't quite work that way. (laughs) Fourteen. Oh, that's not terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible.
3: That caboose me knocking over everything. (laughs) That caboose.
4: (laughs) You kind of make your way in between two guards that haven't left their post. And one of them kind of looks where you should be, tilts his head, and then shakes it and doesn't really think much about it. Uh, The Two of them go back to having a conversation. Gatharn.
0: Did you did roll a hit? Did you attack reckless? No, did, would, was it re- reckless he, or not reckless? It was reckless. All right. Then. So you have advantage. Natural 20.
4: Oh, snap. For what is that? Hit? Four, that's like four tonight? Four natural 20s tonight? Yep. yep. Good
0: Lord. That's insane. The second one is 24 to hit. 24. To, both will hit. Uh, You
3: only need to do one
0: point. He's only got one hit point left, so. Yeah, so for the the crit, double the damage. That's six plus four, so ten damage. Yeah. And then I'm going to withhold the, like, final punch as I notice he's basically unconscious. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) collapses onto the fighting pit
4: unconscious. And you just hear the crowd go apeshit. You can hear tables overturning. People start to flood and rush into the fight pit. And you're just immediately picked up and carried amongst a throng of individuals. Uh, they're ow, all chanting. Ow, ow ow, <laughs> ow,
0: ow, 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 They're
4: chanting, ctharn, good <sighs> Ha oh, thorn, thorn, thorn. as you recognize they're now taking you in the direction of the tavern in the den and they're just and you there's stunned onlookers of betters there's hundreds of people that betted on the Minotaur and very few that betted on you. There's happy faces moving about you um let's cut to Medi because Medi is. Being a bad girl.
1: Uh, but real quick, before uh, we do that, um, how much mm-hmm. did my uh,
4: th- thousand
1: platinum yield in in payouts? Because you said bets uh, were going on throughout the fight, so I'm assuming right. like more added to the pool or something. Give me it was like an, an
0: investigation.
4: Give me 198 to one. But give me an investigation as you look for the table that you made the bet with.
1: Oh, I was standing there the whole time. I never left there. Yeah. Uh, investigation eighteen.
4: Eighteen. Standing there, looking at him, you get the feeling he's hurriedly packing up. I'll uh, take
1: out my weapons because we have those. Uh, give me
4: intimidate. Give me intimidation check. Cool, 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 cool. Ooh, ah, uh, where is it? Eight
1: uh, plus
4: fifteen twenty three. Oh, don't worry. I was just looking for what I owed you. That's all. It's looking. Now, I wasn't really expecting him to win. I I don't have enough to cover your bet. Yeah, you do. No, I really, really, really don't. I really, I really, I really, really don't have enough to cover your bed. You do. You're going to get all of it. Uh, Well, I can't get it all now. And he kind of hands over a very heavy, large iron box to you. This is all I have, I swear. This is all I have. I mean, he would have thought Morkum would have lost. Holy fucking Christ. Oh, why? He just watch as other gambling tables are like, there's a couple that bet heavily on Morkum. You can tell they're all, oh, gee. Oh, my God. You're going to go and shit. collect from them? And they're, not, they're not part of my group. I can't collect from them. They were all independent. You know that. You at least you should know that.
1: How much you much kind is of stares. At
4: you. He stares at you a little suspiciously. Uh, you kind of open box? up the box. There's at least ten thousand platinum in the box. It's heavy. It's large. It's gonna take all of your ability to be able to move this thing back to the ship.
1: Um, I'm gonna ask. Hold out your hand.
4: He holds. Hold out, out your hand. hand. He holds
1: it out. I'm gonna take my dagger and cut his hand. Ah, ah. What'd you do that for? I
4: gave you all my money!
1: Why'd you.? Because now, we'll be able to find you anywhere. You owe us. What? I. The odds were 198 to 1. There's only. Yeah,
4: who would have thought he was
1: gonna fucking win the little goblin? That's not how gambling works.
4: Yeah, I know how it works. I know how it works. He's like rubbing his hand. I really hurt. Didn't have to stab me. It's just a little cut.
1: But now we'll always be able to find you. So you will get us all of our money. We don't care how.
4: As long as you don't hurt innocent people. He grabs his table and his little folding chair and he holds it. Yeah. I'll get you your fucking money. He kind of slinks off. What's your name, by the way? He slinks off into the crowd, ignoring you. Yeah, find him later. I'll keep the, uh,
1: I'll, I'll wrap the dagger in cloth and keep it saved for Medi.
4: Fair enough. Medi, you make your way through the entry chamber. There's that familiar door that will get you access to Thorvald's office it's closed looks to be locked as well
2: who's anybody around
4: Uh, give me perception check
2: 30 20
4: not that you could see Um, you can still hear the sounds of the rebels outside you're now standing directly in front of the door it's definitely locked looking around you don't see anybody
2: is it no trapped? Seems...
4: Give me an investigation check. <laughs> She's like, is it trapped? By normal mundane
1: means. No investigation? Okay, what about Arcana? Do I want to... How many rolls can I have before touching this door, Jason? <laughs>
2: 26?
4: 26. There is an alarm glyph on it.
2: <laughs> it. Oh. Is that a thing that
1: aside let the thieves or the like where all these are being held because aren't there two dens
4: i mean there's lots of different places sure um you're in the outer ward which is a solid 10 15 minute walk gotcha. away from the from the
2: headquarters okay all right we ready to make some dumb decisions boy. Let's go. Now I'm going to either be the one that dies or it's in, ends up in jail. So, fun. Uh, I'm going to look <laughs> under that little, that little, you know, crack. See there's no light. You know, it doesn't seem like there's a like person, which is good. I'm going to misty step into the room.
4: As you misty step, you land in the center of the room. And as you look around, you look behind where you remember the flag being and you look behind the desk and you look up and that's where we're going to finish tonight folks we will come back next Sunday
1: (laughs) (laughs) at least he wasn't like you hear a voice we've been waiting for you like
2: (laughs) no because he was like "Mm, I didn't expect anybody to actually come here so let me figure out what's happening hang on
4: I made a couple rolls in private once I heard you whisper the two of you whisper to each other. Yeah. We So, what can I say? Yeah, that was that was fun. It's almost 9:30. That's the latest we've gotten in a while, but I know we took some time getting set up and everything. So, wow, that was a cool fight. You've gotten a lot richer considering the amount of money you've been spending on repairing that ship. I'm not
3: We actually won't be here next week. Oh, yeah, we We will not be
4: here next Sunday because it is Halloween next week. So
3: we should just move the
4: game to a different night or do it in the (laughs) morning instead of at night. I mean, we could do it. We could do it in the morning, but I think a lot of people have plans, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, or so, oh, like, uh,
2: having a party the night before and not wanting to be awake. <laughs> oh, that's,
0: that's, that's fair. <laughs> My, mine's going to Renaissance <laughs> fairs and yes, yes, drinking that's true. That,
1: wait, you know, wait, where where's that? the Ren fair?
0: Escondido. Escondido Escondido's Ren fair. Oh, snap. Yeah. yeah. But yes, you, took, you took Betty's invitation for her party, so you're going to that.
2: Yeah, I was going to say.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: no, I have to work on Saturday and Sunday. And i just Sunday. out
2: now in public.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. So sorry.
4: Well, everybody. A costume, anyways. Thank you just so much for coming channel. out
1: and hanging out with us. Um, all chaps are assless. Why does that? You don't have to, everything right? you need to
4: know about us is down below. I Put apologize ass for ass chapless porn. asses and all the fun things and chap happening. Asses. Yeah, yes. that's, it's, yes. it's, yeah it's it's, if you're writing
1: with just chaps on, you are going to have a chapped ass, for sure.
4: <laughs> just say. So with deep that, deep. I'm pretty sure that the StreamYard... We're talking yard, about playing polo, right? Yeah, the StreamYard, yeah, right. their regular thing has a cap on the amount of time that you could broadcast. All Oddly right. enough, it just restated that the cast had started. So I don't know if it was ever interrupted or not, or... Because Uh-oh. I'm I'm, se- I'm set up for eight hours.
2: Uh, yeah, I think that it was interrupted because I've been talking to somebody that said that it cut out. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> which which was weird because I'm set up for the eight hour broadcast and it automatically stopped me at three. So not really sure why it did that. It should have. Oh, it was a small interruption. Um, yeah, it was weird. Okay. It was
0: strange. So did,
4: did you guys see that Gatharn just completely ripped the nuts off of a Minotaur?
1: <laughs>
0: You guys, uh, you guys saw I mean, that, I'm right? Seeing, he won, I'm seeing he in the, the comments fight. of like, ew, gross, and stop, uh, it's making it worse. Is, <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure that was a descriptor of freaking the testicle being ripped from the body. And yeah, no, timing, the, like, it, timing it sounds, it sounds about right. It could be
2: the testicles being ripped off. It could be Medi trying to be affectionate, you know?
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you to everybody. Oh, hi, Chesra. You look adorable. Um, what? thank you to everybody for coming out and watching us uh, tonight. Sorry about the technical uh, challenges. We're trying to get used to the StreamYard thing. I'm still not 100% sure if I'm going to keep it as a main option. I might use it for some shows and use my other methods for the other shows, do some comparisons and some testing and see how I like it. Um, There are some unique challenges with using StreamYard that I'm not 100% in tune with. So as I always say... Uh, Be nice, be safe, and play a game. It's really important. You should do it. It's lots of fun. Good night, everybody. Night. Bye. Bye. And with that, we should be out. See, I can't control the – I can't control the I, – I, there's still a little – there's some nuance to the StreamYard I don't like. But what's interesting is the live counter is still the full counter. Yep. So I'm, so I'm wondering if so maybe it does its own little – Yeah, it's something that it does on its own. And maybe because it's a newer premium account, maybe there's a delay in it. I'm not really sure, but –
2: yeah, it might just need, need some uh, finagling, but I will yep. say that, like, the quality
4: was of really the stream
2: good. looked so good.
4: Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, and the fact that you guys could actually see what you were doing and, yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't like lagging
0: that. and stuff on my end because usually, like, every –